Did you guys also know you have a common friend? Yeah, Joel. Yeah, Jam Kennels, Joel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Joel's awesome. I just remember the oh, American yeah. connection there with Joel and then. Yeah. Chris is actually Joel's dad, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my son. That was a joke they had going on Instagram for like ever. Yeah, what what happened was is one time uh, I sent him a package and instead of uh, writing my name, I just put your dad and he's never let me forget that. So <laughs> ever since then, it's you know, I'm his dad and I owe his mom child support. <laughs> yeah, Joel's a very generous guy. Oh, he dude, honestly, like I I barely knew him other than, you know, a little bit of Instagram chatting. And he's like, hey, dude, I have some manuals if you want them. And I'm like, um, sure. And it was I was just thinking it was just going to be some bullshit manuals. It was like legit, like Power Blade 2, you know, like yeah. heavy manuals. I'm like, dude, you're too fucking cool, man. Yeah, yeah there's, there's times where I'm like, I feel I'm like, are you sure you're OK with this? Because like just ridiculous prices on stuff. Yeah, he's 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 too cool, too generous, and I mean, he also he's seems modest with what he actually has, his collection. Because oh, yeah, he's got, more on Instagram he's, lately. Mm-hmm. He's got some of the coolest shit. He sent me some pictures before, and I'm like, fuck, you like you got some real shit, really good stuff. I won't cuss so much during the podcast, dude, because I know you're more of a friendly, friendly, family friendly uh, podcast, so we don't want to tarnish your brand. So I'm trying to get it all out. (laughs) Trying to get it all out right now. It doesn't bother me at all. I just don't like. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. No, it's totally cool. I respect that. I. I dig it, man. The videos you do with you and your kids, or the pictures and everything, is pretty cool, man. Right. Like I like a couple years ago, my there was some. I always tell this story. There was some pickup that I made. And some guy told the person to look it up on eBay because those are worth money. I got back in the car. I was like, that motherfucker. Right. And like, my, my mother-in-law ended up seeing me. <laughs> and I was like, fucking assholes. You know, so ever since then, I just kind of <laughs> cut it out. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's pretty cool, dude. Right. I don't have to. It's out there. Why not to? At least on camera. I swear, I swear yeah. playing around them, but not on camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just try not to around my, around my kids, but on camera and everything like that i've kind of just done it yeah so now it's like the norm and that's just the way i am when i get talking with friends is i get more easy to swear and stuff like that and this guy talks like a redneck so i doesn't know (laughs) sorry (laughs) man i grew up up in the hood it's just the way it is so whereabouts in southern california are you uh it'd be central um i'm I'm in fresno well i'm in a little town next to fresno but nobody knows what that is so i just say fresno because barely people know what fresno is but you know Mm. unless you look up vice you can see a nice uh video about our meth problem in fresno okay yeah someone did they just did a really nice uh expose on fresno's meth problem so, I'm like, yeah, you're like 20 years late on that one. Like, that's some real cutting edge news right there. Like, they make it sound like it's just happened. I'm like, dude, they're on like the third generation of tweakers now. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, that's the that's the original tweakers grandkids you're 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 uh, interviewing. So, yeah. But anyway, uh, no, but it's it's a goal mine for stuff though, dude. Like. Some of the stuff, like I used to pull so much stuff and I didn't really post it much. And I, and uh, whenever I would, people would be like, oh, that's bullshit. You didn't get, you know, like, like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, 
there was a it was a big area for video games and and it and I would get it it's like dirt cheap and, and I'm not, and I and I always end up finding stuff I never think I would find too like, I mean I got a Donkey Kong machine for free and uh, NES Sharp TV for fifty bucks and I was just talking about it the night before I was like the girl I was with at the time we were um, we were looking at one because I really wanted one so she was gonna surprise me and buy one off eBay but. At the time, they were like a thousand or eight, nine hundred dollars, and I was like, ah, you know, those are missing the feet, and you know, it's all jacked up. And uh, and I was, and she's like, well, maybe we'll find one at a yard sale. And I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> and literally, literally the next day, like, I mean, I'm not even joking. The next day, I I go to this guy's house, I start chatting with him, and he tells me I got a Nintendo with a TV or TV with uh-huh. a Nintendo built into it, and I'm like, uh huh. Yeah, yeah, that's that. I'm interested. I'm interested in knowing. Yeah, um, can I see that? <laughs> you know, no, he keeps his cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude! Show your hand. I, right. I wish I could have recorded it, man. It was. It went from, it's in the house. You can't see it. To all right, I'll let you see it. To hey, do you mind if I just take it outside? Sure. I can't get rid of it. It's a collectible. To his dad's handing me an extension cord to test it, and then I'm like. And I was just trying to come at him with the number. I truly wasn't expecting him to say yes to $50. But I didn't want to say anything lower. I mean, you got to start at a point. You got to make it where you got to start somewhere. If I say 100 then there's nowhere for him to go but up. You know what I mean? So Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. This is good stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, my starting point is usually 20 bucks. Okay. And then I well, find that that's a lot of times, 70% of the time, 20 bucks will get almost anything here done. Okay. Like it's like, Hey, I can offer you 20 bucks expecting them to be like, Oh, I was thinking more like 50 or 60, but half the time they're like, Oh, that's fine. And hmm. 20 bucks gets it. Yeah. Do you think well, that you with our area at all? Like, um, I mean, I've said this before that I think that garage selling in the States is much different than here. I think in Canada, it's more so people clearing out clutter and getting rid of stuff to make mm-hmm. room. I think it's slightly more in the States and I more so to make money Okay. from what I see. Now I've been garage selling in Florida and, uh, Maine and Michigan, Florida, Maine and Michigan. Okay. And it seemed more like there was more people that were like, well, like, uh, and looking stuff up on eBay, which I don't get a whole lot here. Do you? Not a lot. I mean, I have seen one garage sale in my neighborhood here yeah. where I walked up and the guy has a lawnmower with an eBay listing, a weed okay. whacker with an eBay listing yeah. all attached to it, like a TV and something else. I can't mm-hmm. remember what else, but it was ridiculous. But that's not very common. No. <laughs> she dribbling up there? I don't know what she's doing. Sounds like my house. My boys are always dribbling basketballs up there. Okay, I'm going to go upstairs. <laughs> that's like ridiculous. Well, dude, you got the kick-ass basement, man. Like that—that that is really cool. Right? Yeah. I like to talk more about it at some point, if you don't mind. But yeah, for sure. It's just—I'll wait till Derek comes back. But man, it's, that's awesome, dude. Like, that's—it's yeah, that's like a know, dream get game room right there. Right. You know, I can't say that I have the best collection. Um, you know, I have a lot of filler. I, I keep whatever I need. Yeah, for sure. But I may have the cheapest collection. Well, like, the thing is, it's not really, I mean, anybody who's doing it for, like, the competition aspect, you're kind of just going about the wrong way. It's it's kind of like what makes you happy, and I, I right. don't, I mean, as good as I think my collection is, there's guys who have, if they woke up with my collection, they would want to commit suicide. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. they have 
like the gold gold and it's like i don't care i just enjoy right. it i enjoy the hunt yeah i i get the, i get what i want you know like and it's just what makes me happy you know everybody has different goals you know what i mean but yeah i've never uh, compared my collection to anyone else's I, I don't care right like that's great you know um sid bolton or um joel from the last gamer like i'm happy for those people mm -hmm. i'm not sitting here going man i wish i had that because i'm more than happy with the stuff that i've been able to find yeah it would be cool to have it but i don't need it the way i look at my collection is usually it's stuff that i want to play yeah and once i'm done playing it most of the time i'm fine with getting rid of it right unless it's something from my childhood which is mainly snes yeah or in for me like i still have enough room to keep what i don't have and I don't feel the need to get rid of things because I didn't pay anything for them. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't look at it and go, oh, I have this much into that. I need to get this out of it. For me, it's all essentially free. So, so I'm still waiting for the market to crash. Like, <laughs> I said that in the Yeah, other, you on, said that in your podcast. Yeah, on the podcast, I think, right? Like, that that would make me happy. <laughs> I just want to collect more games, right? Like, I don't, I don't care what my collection's worth. Yeah. Yeah, if you listen to... Uh... Pat, he's like weekly talking about it, and I'm just thinking, all right. I mean, I you've been that saying that for like, yeah. And I heard him. I was like, you, you've been, you've been saying that for like three years, buddy. I mean, right. I'm not saying some prices aren't fluctuating. Of course they are. Comments, some of the comments have dropped a lot. Yeah, because they were they were creeping up. There's a lot of comments that were they were pushing the twenty dollar mark that now they've really leveled out. Um, the rares are still about what they were. They dip sometimes. It just depends on the time of the year. Sometimes of the year they're higher than normal, and then there are other times they're lower than normal. It's just really about who's getting in, who's getting out. You know, the averages aren't that far off what they were. I mean, are there people dumping collections? Of course, but there's also people buying those collections that are getting dumped. I mean, yeah. like the when you'll see a major crash is when people aren't buying the stuff that is getting listed, and that's when the crash will hit. I have not seen that yet. I put up games that people want; they buy them immediately. Like I don't have anything that sits on eBay or groups or whatever. Anytime I put something up that's desired, it sells. So yeah. there's all to me, it seems like there's still the market is still pretty strong. It might not be growing as fast as it was. And that's great because I hate to see guys getting hammered. You know, I mean, some of it was so unnatural too. like little Samson that that grew unnaturally. You know what I mean? If you look how fast it went up, that's not natural compared to some of his count. Like it took a long time for a game like Panic Restaurant to start to get into that discussion and it's equally as rare if not more rare yeah you know what i mean i went to a convention you know a couple weeks ago and i saw at least four little samsons i didn't see one panic restaurant hmm. you know what i mean and i it, that that might just be indicative of what the people brought but i can honestly say i've seen more little samsons in panic restaurants yet the prices don't reflect that because it's unnatural there's people who were buying they were buying them up and pushing the price up yeah, and a lot of those people are still sitting on them because I see guys all the time still trying to pedal it for you know there was the ones at the peak where they were getting fifteen hundred, but it's not as common. You have to have something really really nice and hit the right buyer at the right time. And it's but, cyclical, right? Like uh, you know it was NES, now it's N sixty four. So it's like I feel like the people, the new people are getting in who are getting in now are younger, yeah. so their focus is more on stuff like the N sixty four. Yep. I could see that. I, I haven't seen it myself, but I, 
Well, actually, I see a lot of people posting in search of N64s lately, so that does match up for sure. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but I, I passed up a panic restaurant at a garage sale my first year for 20 bucks. Uh, <laughs> I just told the story tonight. Um, so I bought the whole, each game. There's probably 20 games. I bought them all for like tw- two bucks a piece. But this one game, they wanted 24. I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I had just started collecting, and I was like, oh, I'll find it again. No. Yeah. <laughs> Two bucks. Passed it up, yeah. We were just saying, I think, last month that everybody has a story like that, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's actually start this episode. Yeah. Right. Do the intro. Yep. This is uh, Dollar Doors Podcast, episode 24. On this podcast, we aim to cl- uh, share video game buying and selling tips, give suggestions of games to watch out for, provide tips on how to fund your collection with your collection, and hopefully change perceptions some people have of sellers in the video game collecting community. Uh, I am your host, Derek of Two Dorks. Chris uh, over here is uh, my co-host, CWR2. And next to me is Charlie, C- uh, sorry, <laughs> CJR. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Um, so we've kind of been shooting the shit as we were saying, um, this is all, I'm going to edit this in somehow. Um, also on shooting the shit, I had, uh, that I finally got some eBay listings up, not including the Furby. <laughs> and Chris isn't listening. I heard you. I'm trying to find your, uh, your little, uh, your rundown. So I'm on point with you. Well, but you yeah, you, uh, again, <laughs> you listed the, you listed the, um, the Furby. I didn't. Congratulations! I, I, got oh, up, no, I got up twelve new listings. Not, no, not the Furby. Oh well, come on, dude. Like, I want to do a video of it working, so I just haven't done it yet. It's gonna be the next thing I have to list. Yeah. Do you attach? Uh, do you attach a video to your listing, or you just just to have it in case they try to pull a case on you? Well, yeah. I guess you can't put a video. I thought somebody. Yeah, said I didn't think listing. so. I thought they were going to start doing it, but yeah. I haven't seen it yet. And they don't allow HTML in your description either, so you couldn't put in like a YouTube link, probably. No, you can't do that because they're afraid you're going to try to make the sale off-site. I think they also didn't. They wanted to make it mobile-friendly as well. Was one of their excuses at one time where they they wouldn't want anything in the description that wouldn't work on a phone for sure. That was what they said at one I time. I think that's bullshit. I think they just want to make Actually, sure you're not directing them off-site. Totally unrelated to that, but totally related. Uh, I was modifying a listing on the on the app the other day, and when I finished uh, revising it and saved it, it said, here's a direct link to your listing. If you sell the item with this direct link, you won't pay any fees. Hmm. Think about that. That kind of... We're, oh yeah 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 no no no. yeah no i know what you're talking about because they want you to post that link on facebook and twitter and and stuff like that i've seen that is that yeah i think that's part of their man they're doing a lot of stuff i don't like right now i'm not i have nothing against that yeah yeah that's no that's a good thing of course if you're already especially if you're already the kind of seller basically Right, exactly. You're doing the work, and they're, I guess they're thinking of it as like you're generate, you're bringing people to the site that maybe wouldn't That's go true. to the site, which is, you know, I don't really think they need to grow, unless they're maybe they're getting a hurt, they're uh, starting to see a decline with uh, the various other options that are out there now, especially Facebook. They're really pushing that marketplace. Yeah, I get updates all the time. Like half the half the little updates i get when i open up facebook is you might like this you know so. yeah are you still selling only within canada is that i am on around? ebay yeah and you that's your way around like the crap shipping yeah yeah i just don't want to deal with shipping to the states because it's so bad like yeah. so high and and complicated and then when you have a return 
because I have returns off, but of course through PayPal they can still do a return or on eBay if they say you you didn't the Defective. description didn't match the item, right? Then they can still force a return. So if I have to do a return, then I have to pay shipping all the way from the states. No, I don't want to deal with that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, I never. Well, I've, you I've would never end up at all. So I've always you just would sold end up just, dress swaps. Yeah. That was something you I was thinking. What's that? Sorry. I said if if uh, you did a return, you would almost just have to let him keep it at that yeah, point. Yeah, that's what I think Bill's had to do with his returns. Yeah, I know Bill's got a he's got a tricky one right now. He's having trouble with. Another I don't think he one? would mind. Me. Well, it's about that uh, Guitar Hero dongle, and uh, I don't know, man. I feel like if I got on the phone for him, I can get that shut down. I just don't. Under- but he says he's been through three reps and they keep telling him the same thing that he has to accept the return. I was like, nope, I wouldn't do it. Did I you would use just your keep... phone number that you gave or not? It, well, there's only a couple of they're all go to the same place. The eBay numbers. Yeah, I'm assuming he called eBay. I gave him the number and okay. he might have looked up his own version. Yeah, I would yeah, it's it's to the thing. It's just I mean, and I, and I mean, I know Bill knows how to talk. I'm sure he's fine, but it's I don't know. There's just keywords you got to use to kind of plant in their head. And then they end up just regurgitating it right back to you. And it's like, <laughs> That's oh, just guess, social engineering you don't even know you're doing. I guess because I have never had an issue with the return. If I call up to fight it, it gets shut down. And uh, especially, and the thing is, is if he works it hard enough, especially considering how cheap the item is, a lot of times eBay will just eat it in that case. Yeah, They'll I, just I, return, I would think. refund the money and then you'll get to keep the money. But you got to fight if you go up and and I'm not saying he's not. I don't you know, I'm assuming he is. But if you really have to and you got to keep hammering home, where's my buyer's or my seller's protection? You keep saying that, you know, and just keep working your way up the chain. You know, if the if the rep don't get you there, get someone Did else on the find phone. That there's diminishing returns when you call too many times. They see the notes and see you've already called four times on this issue. Oh, well, you know, no, I, I mean, I, I've never had to do that. Okay. I've only I've only had a call a couple of times. I it, there has been a, a few times where I've gotten a lady or a man who I, there I think there was just too much of a language barrier, and uh, so I just hung up and just called right back. That's what I yeah, do. I just with those situations. Yeah. Even with like dealing with um, Rogers, like if yeah. it's somebody that's not really doing what I want, I just hang <laughs> up and call back like the next day. <laughs> Go back five minutes later, you probably yeah. won't get the same guy. You could call right back thirty seconds later. The odds of you getting the same ones is about the same yeah. as when Lotto. There's there's probably hundreds of people in those warehouses <laughs> that they have those people in. I mean, it's sad, but you can hear them if you really turn your mic up and listen. You, there's like fifty conversations going on around them. You know, they're all. I hate to think of the poor living conditions those people are in, and they're just like, "Fuck, I just want to go home." You know. Getting their yeah. forty cents a day. I don't want to hear you complaining about your twenty five twenty five dollar USB guitar here. Right. <laughs> exactly. Twenty five dollars. Is that what those are going for? Yeah. The amount of money Sometimes I could 30. make if I sold on eBay and Amazon, I could do that for a living. I wouldn't suggest doing Amazon though. Yeah. Unless you did. Amazon's a tough by, one. Fulfilled by seller. Right. By you, not by fulfilled by fulfilled by Amazon, because here it's way bad. Yeah, I, I, the thing, the only reason I'd get into Amazon would be if I had a whole bunch of new stock, because yeah. then you're in a pretty good shape. Um, I would, I wouldn't really get into the used. I mean, I know people who make a living selling used CDs and books, but but I wouldn't do it in Canada. Is the difference too? Yeah, probably because there's just not enough people buying in this area. Mm-hmm. Well, in this yeah, Am- Amazon Prime is huge in the states, man. Like people yeah. love that. 
Yeah, people are like that here. There's just not everything you want is on there. Is the problem here? Yeah, sucks. Well, less sellers, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. All right. These aren't good either. I think is part of it. All right. Yeah. Let's move on to this next section here. Uh, so what's new? No, we already talked about that. Um, your last deal, noteworthy pickup, purchase or sale? Uh, starting with Chris. Uh, last noteworthy pickup is okay. So, and it's kind of something we skipped to. I did go a convention recently, me and Curtis, uh, we went to SoCal and, um, my only real goal was to finish off my 64 set. I had four easy titles. It wasn't going to be hard. It was the hardest one out of them was Goemon's whatever adventure or something like that. I don't know. I, 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 I don't even care about the game. I just knew I needed it, but, um, (laughs) It was like Silicon Valley something and That's Hydro Space Station. Space Station. Yeah, the Space yeah. Station and then the Hydro Thunder and um South Park. It was like your fifth one, I think. No, no, that yeah, that was the one I got last week. And then the last one was um what was it? That's fuck. Yeah, you have a picture of it on your Instagram, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it's uh, It doesn't really matter what it was, does it? Well, I guess <laughs> not, but um Right, it's the garbage title, but um, oh, it was Shadowgate. Shadowgate sixty four was a, so it was those four. So the first day, I picked up three of them right away, and Shadowgate was the only one. And I went through that convention probably five times, just going through the same stuff, you know, because people still be bringing stuff out, and and it it just literally wasn't there. And uh, I mean, I picked up some uh, amiibos, uh, amiibos real cheap, and some manuals. I got really lucky on some manuals. One like the second, this one guy was selling his collection and. It was very clean, very nice collection, and and I mean he was cutting the deals, <clears throat> so I, I did a lot of that. So, anyways, um, you know, and then we saw you know the Metal Jesus and a couple of the other YouTubers. The Metal said, Jesus. Yeah, the Metal Jesus. <laughs> no, you know what? John Riggs. He posted a picture. Was it oh that? yeah, yeah, John Riggs. I, I've met Riggs before. Um, last. Uh, well, I mean, I, I've known him for years on Instagram, but I met Riggs uh, in person the last convention in uh, Arizona. But um, but yeah, it was the first time meeting Metal Cheese. He couldn't have been any nicer. Real nice guy, you know. Guy's a giant too. Like I mean, yeah. I don't feel small next to many people. Not that I felt small, but he's definitely tall. Like, yeah, a lot taller than you would imagine. He was. It's like damn, you get him and Complex and you know Bill and uh, Billy and you know a couple other people. We get a basketball team going, man. <laughs> you know, these guys are like six Richard five and up basketball team. Yeah, and, and like Aaron's a lot taller than you think he would be. I thought Aaron and Ricky would be short, and they're actually tall. Like this guy's tall. Strip. Yeah, it's well. I mean, I'm not short, but you know, yeah. around other people, like well, like Curtis. Now he's short. Yeah, you know, I mean, like Curtis five, is probably the same height as me, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, do you, do you guys ever, mess? Do you ever see <laughs> that zombie guy out there? Do you know him? That zombie so, guy. Oh, he's in Southern California. Oh, he's in Southern California. Uh, you're talking about a guy on Instagram, right? Yeah, that zombie guy. Yeah, I, I no, I don't know him. Um, I, I've seen the name though. Is that somebody you've uh, dealt with before on Instagram? No, I just follow him, and he's one of the few people that like makes me jealous of his pickups. Yeah, he's doing it full time now. He picks up insane. Like I, I'm not even. I don't pick up anything close to what he gets. Him and uh, remember Casey the Game Nerd. Yeah. His pickups were pretty insane. <clears throat> I think too. is he out now or not? I don't think. I think he just he sold off his social his, media. His, uh, he sold his Wii collection. I thought Did I heard. He? I think people gave him a hard time for that. Yeah, really. Because he completed the Wii set, and then I thought I heard that he sold it, and people were giving him a hard time. He had a ridiculous kiosk collection. I know too. There you go. So that zombie guy's name is Russell. Yeah, yeah I couldn't remember. 
but I asked him, I said, he was picking up stuff every single day. So I said, are you full time now? He said, yeah. Well, I just kept saying like, hey, you need to open a store like with all this insane. <laughs> and that's what the first guy that I realized how much stuff was in Southern California. Gotcha. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I always seen I've seen people go to flea markets out there. Okay. But he hits a lot of garage sales. Hmm. Like he used to do videos of it, too. Like okay. on YouTube. He's on yeah, YouTube I don't think I've well. ever seen his YouTube. And that's what blew me away because I didn't know that they had garage selling that you could find that kind of stuff garage selling in Southern California. Yeah, this. Is- I, 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 that's all I like to do is garage yeah. sales. You hit flea markets it's, sometimes, but I, I only do it usually on the off days. So if it's Saturday, I'm going to I'm going to yard sales. Saturday is always dedicated to yard sales. Um, the only time I'll go to a swap meet on a Saturday is if if it's at the end of the day and I'm just like, eh, I'm right here. I'll just go to it. But Sundays. Sundays, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays are are swap meets if I want okay. them. And then there's also a swap meet on Wednesday, and there's also a swap meet on Thursday. The Thursday swap meet's pretty dead, though. <laughs> we don't get but, any swap no, meets at we all. Get here. Nothing. nothing. But are you finding like that? That that's you're finding less and less stuff at swap meets, flea markets. Uh, well, you know the thing about swap meets is is I I'm not necessarily finding a ton of you know I'll still come across stuff. You know it, you got to it, it just depends on what you're into. Like if you broaden your wide variety of stuff okay just to sell on ebay right like he picks up like these one thing that looked like an old like 70s or 60s doorbell but it yeah. was a, it was a white noise machine okay and he knew it was worth like 80 dollars or whatever the hell it was 80 canadian or something like that yeah but, that makes sense yeah if we're talking strictly video games then see that's uh, the thing for me, sure. right? like I, no. I look for just video games and records I look and for stuff for toys. you and your kids too yeah but if i if i knew i could sell on ebay that yeah. would open up a whole new world because i'm already hitting 80 sales on a saturday so mm-hmm. i may as well yeah, like, really should be looking for other things but yeah i just don't really i've seen yeah. yeah i've seen some of the stuff that you've passed on and it's drove me nuts oh i'm I could like, imagine. Dude, I'm okay. like, that's your, that's you from all the stuff you left today. You could have bought your Panzu Dragon Saga or whatever, right. your little Samson. You could have bought and that. I, and I, like, and I know that, but where do I sell it? Yeah. Like, I can only sell so much on Kijiji. It's already a nightmare with the video game stuff. Yeah. I just, we really don't, other than maybe taking it to pawn shops here, but yeah. fuck, I don't know. I know because I, I hit so many sales and I do feel one thing about me is though, I like to move quick. Like, I'm in and out. Like, I don't like to fart around. I like to know, hey, do you got any video games to go through my spiel? I've watched you. And I'm <laughs> and then I'm out because I want to get to that next sale. Because yeah, I want to yeah. get as many sales in as, as I can, right? Uh, it's a numbers game. So um, I don't spend as much time. But if I were able to sell on eBay or Amazon, I would definitely be looking at, you know, tool, power tools, uh, older electronics. See, power tools would sell fine here, I think. Yeah. Yeah, power yeah, tools is something I would avoid have to, on eBay because of the weight. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking sell, at small sell those electro, uh, let go, Virage sale, Kijiji, and Facebook Marketplace. Right, and if I'm getting them cheap enough, then I, I should just pull the trigger and try some. Absolutely. Of just with Absolutely. with power tools, if it's battery powered, then you want to make sure the battery's not screwed because right. they do from sitting or being charged many times. Yeah, I do pick oh, up myself, but not yeah, yeah, trend. like those real. But you know, especially if you're already <laughs> buying. St- if you're already buying video games from them, dude, I mean, you should be bundling all that crap. You I know, know what I mean, right. like, obviously, you, you, I know you're doing your bundling on your games. You're doing that great, but yeah. I'd be dumping that other stuff because a lot of that stuff they don't see the value in it. Most people know the value in video games, right? Not like here. That, uh, it, well, you find I would say I, I find it's more like more and more. For one, eighty percent, eight. 
I'd say solid 70% of the stuff I find was not out at the sale. That's the difference. You well, ask, yeah, that's the you difference. You ask right. in the right way. Right. Whereas every time I ask, they just say no. Really? <laughs> I've even yeah. tried doing your naming every console, you just ignore and people them. just seem annoyed. <laughs> there is a very fine line, and I've talked yeah. about that a few times, between yeah. um, you want to push, but not over that line of being annoying. Yeah. And I think I may have... Well, you have to cross the line to know there. where the line is, too. Right. Like, I think I can push that line without people getting annoyed by me. Maybe that's, like, a weird innate skill that I have. I don't know. Yeah. But it seems to work, right? Like, it, it, it seems to usually work for me. Rarely. I, I'll even say, like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm annoying you right now. Like, I'll just yep. call it out yep. sometimes. Um, but, yeah, you wouldn't believe the times where, like, I get on the eighth thing that I mentioned. Or I'll be then I'll walk down the drive and I go, oh wait, I do have a GameCube back here somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like it's crazy. I'll hit sales after people have been there um and asked, but just given that general, hey, do you have any video games? And they were like, no, I walked away. Yeah. And then I'll go up and be like, hey, I'm looking for a Nintendo, Super Nintendo, N64, and just keep going. <laughs> and it, you wouldn't believe how many times that's worked for me. Well, and I'll agree with that because a lot of times I think what people think when you ask for video games, they're thinking what their kids are playing. Right. Like, no, 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 we're not we're not selling PS4, Xbox. We don't have that. And then when you refresh their memory and like, no, 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 I'm talking about that old junk that you have in the yeah. back of your closet, you know. And then even when you do remind them like NES, Sega, uh, PlayStation, they still don't think about portables unless you name them, too. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to really push it quite often. Yeah. Yeah. To me, those are always my favorite pickups. I get such a rush when I see them going to the house to bring out because they could bring out anything. And, I mean, I, and I, I mean, this guy one time, you know, it's like he didn't have anything out there. And I asked him and he comes out with this big box of Nintendo 64 stuff and sets it down in front of me. And it was like every premium title you can get other than like the super rare ones. But, you know, it was all the Mario parties and and, you know, Zelda's and just every all I'm seeing is like 30, 40, 50, 50, 50, you know, like. You know, everything was just gold. And I'm like, That's all right. Fight club of the room. Yeah. And so then I'm just like, well, how much do you want for this? He goes, ah, oh, just give me $10. You know what I mean? I'm just like, all right, man. Like, that was the best way to start the day. Like, I love the, the way, three... like, like two months ago, you told about the SNES games in the bag. And then you said about NES games in a bag. And the girl just brought out the bag and set it down by the sound of the games, like, hitting each other in the bag. He's like, New in his head, that's SNES. And then the next time it was NES. I could see that. Yeah. Just by the whole. No, it, it was hilarious. Yeah, it was just, I knew exactly what she had. <laughs> and what was funny is that was another yard sale. There was nothing out. And when I asked her if she had any video games, she said no. And then I just, then I just, I just started chatting with her and I'm like, you don't have nothing older. You know, like, what about the stuff that you would have played? Like, stuff that we would have played, you know? And I put it like that. She goes, oh, you mean like an old Nintendo? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's mm -hmm. exactly exactly what i mean <laughs> so Hold on how do you typically let them set the price or do you kind of feel it out that's kind of like... I, I i do it both ways yeah um sometimes i'll ask i you know what sometimes it, it really just feels on it because i'm not scared about throwing out a number i know a lot of people get intimidated by that but to me I like to ask them what they're thinking because they might say like that guy ten dollars exactly but when they when they ask me for a number then I usually give them a warm up to before I even say the number. I'd be like, okay, look, I, I don't really know, so I'm just gonna throw a number out and let me know what you think, and, and then I'll just say, right, I'll prime them up. But you know, I always do it with a smile. I, I never do it aggressively, 
and then I'll hit him. And like this lady brought out this really nice GameCube lot. It was beautiful. I mean, a silver GameCube, like all really good titles, like all really nice titles. And uh, she just asked me like, what? And I'm thinking, you know, 20 bucks isn't going to sound right. But that's what a lot of times where you say you hit them with 20. Now it's a little different in Canada, but in America, or at least where I'm at, 20 sounds insulting. So I like to say 25 because 25 is not going to make a difference to me, but it sounds better. I don't know why, but it, well, I know why because it's more money, but 25 just sounds, it's like half of 50. You know what I mean? Where 20 yeah, bucks I is like, that. I can see that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I told her 25 and she's like, you know, I was thinking 40, but how about we meet in the middle at 30? And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, well, that's not the middle, but okay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sure. And, and that was just about just throwing out the first offer. And I didn't mind because when I asked her how much she wanted, she didn't know what to say. So sometimes you just got to help them, you yeah. know? See, I want to help them, but I don't want to go too high. Well, I don't want to go too low right. either, but sometimes well, going well, too low right. is terrible. It's, you know what? And I've I've made that mistake in the past. I mean, it's been a while, but I made the mistake in the past by hitting them too low. And then they just said, you know what? I'm just going to keep it. Yeah, that's happened that to me one time in Forest Heights. <clears throat> um, box of NES stuff, probably 10 NES games, some decent titles. And I think I, I said I can offer you 20 bucks. And she's just like, no, and and walked away with them and brought them inside. And so I was people like, well, like what that, do you want? But that rarely happens. People like that, usually... I think, are the people that are like seeing a listing on yeah. on Facebook that's $150 for the console only. Yeah, right. And they're like, no, this is worth $200 at least. Yeah. Now, do you ever, um, how do I say this, devalue the whatever it is like do you uh with nes games or if there's a system for sure with the nes i'll mention you know like i i'm not sure if this you know i'm not if sure it if it's gonna work I'm, yeah you know so i'm taking i'll say something like you know i'm taking a bit of a bit of a chance because i'm not sure if this all works kind especially of thing. if they say they haven't played it in forever right then i'll definitely I'll, mention that and I'll, I'll even say when's the last time you had it hooked up you know i'm mm -hmm. not sure you know I, i'm taking a bit of a chance here because i don't know if it works and then i'll hit them with that i can offer you and it's just like it's body language too right like it's like yep. i can offer you i can offer you 20 bucks for it and I'll, I'll, you cash in hand. Yeah. So cash and face. <laughs> yeah. I, I always like to show the money. The money is always yeah. a good thing to show them. Because yeah. a lot of times they're just like, and then you just like, no, like even if they say no, just be like, oh, you know, like you just, if you're friendly, it is, it, it doesn't come off bad. It just right. depends on your attitude. Yeah. But I, I like we're not saying about, Go ahead, sir. No, just like what you were saying about the consoles, I really take that approach with disc based consoles. And I'm actually being sincere. I'm not trying to talk it down. Like, yeah. I, I have, I, especially if it's like a PS2, if it's a fat, I don't even, I don't even include no. that in the deal. I'll just tell them like, I'll take it, but I'll, I mean, the odds are it's not going to work. And yeah. I'm like that know, with NES now. I'm yeah. not paying more to, than 10 bucks for an NES anymore. Cause I get so many that I just can't get to work now. Yeah. Even after cleaning the pins. So no. Jesus. Yeah. See, I've, I've bought so I, mean, just... I found a good deal on them on Amazon. A while ago for 12 bucks. bucks shipped. Okay, 12. That's yeah. what I want to pay, 10 to 12. <clears throat> yeah. But even then, I've had some that like I still can't really? get to work. I've got 10 at you home. Gotta right be... I can't get to work. Oh, my God. Well, you got to be careful with See, I like tinkering pins. with that stuff. 
But ten of them is too many. <laughs> we might be able to work something out here. I tried boiling pins for the first yeah, time. Yeah, like, I need to do that ago, too. And there's still a couple. I, I won't resell one unless it's above a six out of ten. So it's got to work six out of ten times. Mm-hmm. So you put the thing in. Yeah. Because then I get, I've had once or twice somebody bring it back and go, this isn't working. Yeah. Like, it's the worst. And you can still t- trade them into a store as long as they're willing to fit, put the time to fix it. Right, up. right. But then you got ten of them. They're not going to want to take ten broken ones. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I could go on all day about like oh, I was gonna say, garage selling. Yeah, garage sales. I forgot you had said you kept cash different amounts in different pockets. You yeah. still do that? Oh yeah. Okay. Twenties, tens. Because I did that a couple tens. times and then I just, you know, with kids taking them garage selling, I just stopped. Yeah, I keep tens, fives, and then twenties in the back <clears> pocket. <throat> and when somebody goes in to get something based on what they say they might have, um, I'll start in my head. So if they're like, Yeah, we got a bunch of N64 stuff, so then I'll get for, I don't always offer 20, but I'll get what I'll do is I'll get 40 ready in one hand or pocket mm-hmm. and then have another 20 ready just so I can pull it out. The last thing I want to do is flip through six 20s and offer them one, <laughs> right? Like, I don't want to do that. Um, I got a question. How many times have you asked for video games and someone said, oh, oh yeah, we've got we've got something inside and they've come back with a box of VHS tapes? I've heard that happen. <laughs> that, I've never had it happen. I've that, had one lady mention it. That happens a couple times a season to me where I get like, oh, great, they got something. It's VHS. And I wait like 20 minutes sometimes. They're digging around their basement. Lady comes back with a thing of uh, VHS tapes. That happens <laughs> several times. Yeah, I, I, I have that a lot. But I mean, um, if there's horror VHS, I'm happy. You get older okay. horror. 80s horror is some good money. 80s horror. So that's one thing I'm going to look for this year because Toy Rat, the local uh, uh, kind of local yeah, store I'm, here. Yeah is heavy into VHS and he's always showing people in there buying VHS tapes. Mm. I'm like, if I can buy these VHS tapes for a quarter to 50 cents and he'll give me two bucks a pop, I'll just bring them bins full oh, of Disney them. ones. I've heard Disney ones sell. Right. Uh, nah. Hey, okay. Don't get caught up into the di- don't get caught up in that Disney diamond hype and all that. There, yeah. there are some. There are some, yeah. but they're not. There's not ones worth ten thousand dollars and all no. that. You'll see those little Facebook, me, you know. Do you know this is worth? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not. We but um, the horror tapes are very collectible. Also, eighties oh, yeah. um, action is very collectible. Yeah. Um, so if you, but, but, you know, like, obviously like something like commando is going to be pretty common, but you know, like I'm talking like some of the harder to find, there's some harder to find stuff. Uh, you're really yeah, looking for out of print like tape movies. Yep. Um, really weird stuff. I would assume would do well. You guys in the toxic Avengers, that brand, what the company is that made the toxic Avengers. Roma. Yeah. Cause I had heard that they had yeah. a lot of B movie horror. Yeah. Type stuff. I'm definitely going to grab that stuff this year for sure. Yeah, for sure. I would never leave that stuff behind. You'll make some good money on that. And they're definitely good for trading. And if you get the right one, I'll trade you. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I like, there's certain ones I'm down for, so we can work some. So out. you collect some VHS. So this 80s horror stuff, a lot of it, is it stuff that never made it to DVD? Some of it. Some of it's out of print, never made it to DVD. And then some of it, when it did make it to D- DVD, was very low-grade um, yeah. transfers. Yeah. But also, the other idea, the other concept behind it, too, is kind of like... I mean, I'm sure you're from the right age that you went to these rental stores, right? Yeah. When you were a kid. And it's there's just something about the horror movie section that was like every kid, everybody walked through it. They always had these really big boxes or there was always like this really cool artwork on them. So it was very nostalgic. You know, you know what, I mean? what it is for me? It was ninja movies. I oh, was really? obsessed with. Exactly. Ninja. I got 
movies. I rented them all. I, I watched a lot of them. Yep. I, and I have a nice little ninja collection too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I, don't, I never really understood the whole VHS collecting thing myself. But if you're into like, if you're into horror, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. But think of it this way. There's a guy out there who's like, why have a vinyl record when you can have yes. a digital download yep. or a CD? So it's just kind of the same thing. I mean, I get it. The quality isn't as good, but there's yeah. something that's quaint about it. You know what I mean? Like, I preferably, if I, a new movie, you know, you want Blu-ray or you want, you know, yeah. HD, DVD or whatever, you know, whatever the most. The, you don't I want mean, the latest, I mean, the latest Star Wars on VHS? <laughs> well, that's the only way you're going to get the original cut. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> right? I need the latest one. You can't all the special. No, not the latest <laughs> one, right? But the uh, um, the original ones, you're yeah, not yeah. going to get them any unless you have the laser disc. There are some laser discs that have uh, the original version too, but or eight millimeter film. Like, if you really want to get it, collects a lot of out of print DVDs. He'll go into Goodwills and book offs, and he'll yes, find Matt, them. Matt was telling me that. Okay, I found that. Uh, I found that weird Gummo movie. Have you ever heard of Gummo? No, some obscure DVD. Not gumbo, gummo. Gummo. Okay, I, I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> it's supposed to be pretty twisted, but okay. uh, yeah, I I scored on a anime Blu-ray, and I just uh, went to this yard sale, and this, you know, I I felt bad when I come up. This kid was just like, "Will you buy something?" And you know, I'm just like, "Uh," I and all this shit, with those, yeah. All well, all this stuff was like really dirty and everything, and I was like, "Uh, how much do you want for this?" And he had like a uh, like grand theft auto but it was wrecked right i was just like i'll just buy it and he's like uh, just a dollar for everything and and he hands me the stack of stuff and i'm looking at it and i'm like well there's five items here here's five bucks or four bucks whatever it was so i gave it to him and i'm driving home and i get home and i and one of them was a blu-ray it's like oh it's anime i don't like it i mean i'm not a fan i mean it's okay i get it but it's not, I'm into, not it. Really into it either yeah I and i look it up and i sold it my thing but i sold it for like 130 bucks I was like, I, I I didn't realize a Blu-ray would be worth more than its value, its, its retail value. You know what I mean? Like, wow, it was the only reason I could. Think it of. is. That's yeah. exactly what it was. It was just some out of print, out of print group. I'm See, like, I, man, I felt bad. Let me know if you find a site to look up out of print DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff. Well, just go to eBay and type in Blu-ray, oh, anime Blu-ray, or whatever, and then just go to the <laughs> highest selling one. Just click yeah. completed sales and highest, and then you'll get an idea of what you should be looking for. <laughs> and, and the selling within Canada on eBay has been working well for you? It's been all right. Uh, I sell mostly to like Vancouver and uh, um, where the hell else? So what would it All the remote places, basically, and or big cities even. Like uh, Ottawa seems to be good selling. Like I think their prices are really high. So what would it cost Especially to Vancouver. ship like a shoebox? Do they have flat rate at no. all in Canada? No, we're so screwed all, for everything. You know, every time I ship something, they go into a little stupid tape measure. And they yeah, so it. on eBay, you can enter in all those numbers and say the person pays whatever it costs to ship. Right, okay. And they'll calculate it for the person. Hmm. And then you can also go to Canada Post and get a free business account, and that gets you a discount on shipping. Maybe I should try this out <laughs> this year with... A little bit of your guidance. Yeah, at least start with something. Like something you know would sell well on eBay. Yeah. Like a high dollar item you got mm -hmm. or something like that. And then just ship it with tracking and you'll be fine. I've been thinking about selling my Neo Geo games recently. Because mm. I just got that cart and some of them are worth quite a bit of money. Yeah, no shit. Well, I, I saw you trading in a lot to a game store and I cringe. I just thinking like <laughs> there's no way you couldn't make more. Even if, even if you took a big hit on the shipping, it had to be more than what you traded in. Yeah, but you got to like know the trade in credit. You got to know that if I did it, 
it was it was pretty good it, like I'm, you got it cheap enough to make it yeah and they gave me a good enough deal i'm not sure which trade that was i had a lot of stuff that was sitting around okay so it's like I a have, big like, box and you came out with some like uh i think it was sega cd or like you came out with a couple of really nice yeah. You came out with some good stuff. There was no, or maybe some Saturn games or something. It was, it was pretty high end shit that you got. So that's all stuff that I have. I have one back room that's just like full of stuff that I'm selling, and that that stuff that had been to like four swaps and just wasn't selling. So it was um, mostly common, like disc based games. Was that because I remember seeing you had a no, couple there bins was of that. NES stuff? Okay, I did use. Yeah, there was a lot of disc stuff because at one point I was considering opening a store. Yes, I and remember I was buying. Like, you mean Andrew was buying every one dollar game he could find for you? Some, he <laughs> twice. twice. I just remember one time you're like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, well, I, there was an issue because he was. It was all just like scratched and stuff I'm like, uh, i can't do anything with these yeah that sucks yeah he was looking for me because whatever i'm like whatever you're gonna leave there i'll um i'll take gotcha right? so but that only happened twice but anyways yeah so i had all this th ps3 ps2 original xbox stuff that i traded in so you don't have a resurfacer no okay i bought a jfj easy pro off amazon and how's that been it's been fine i don't use it enough but i do have a bin full of discs i need to resurface yeah, I, I thought about it. The materials um, for it are kind of expensive. Right. And Games Exchange apparently does $1 a disc. Games Exchange does? Oh. So, like, Interesting. if there's anything. But then the problem is. Because you can is, go to Pico's it, on, and yeah. they'll do it for free if you have one or two. They'll okay. buff them. They don't resurface. They buff. Yeah, so I worry, because, like, one of my games I need that's pretty scratched is uh, Cannon Spike on the Dreamcast. Okay. I'm like, what if they fuck it up and break it? Yeah. Right? Like, that worries me a bit. Yep. So I, I would almost take it to be goes on and see, like, say this, this is worth some money. Do you mind trying to buff it? Mm -hmm. Because their buffing is literally just like a buffing wheel where it doesn't take any real plastic away. Yeah. It kind of smooths it out yeah. with heat. Yeah, I, I, I guess, almost trust that more than resurfacing. That's all. I've never needed it. I guess if I did eBay, I probably would. But anything that I'm selling to a store um, is scratched to the point where they'll just buff it themselves. Yeah. Yeah, there's very few times <clears throat> I have stuff that's, like, really, really bad. So what percentage of the stuff you pick up at garage sales are you actually taking to stores? Because I think it was a time where you seemed to be doing it a lot. Uh, no, I go in spurts, so I get fed up with... And, okay, <laughs> okay. So I was just like, I want this stuff out of here. I just want it gone. And they had a couple games I wanted, so it's stuff that wasn't selling on Kijiji, wasn't selling at Swaps. Yep. I just took it in. Um, so I would say twice a year, maybe. I'll take okay. a bunch of stuff. I just took a bunch of stuff in tonight. And they bought a bunch of stuff that, like, the people wouldn't buy from that first round. Yeah, so it was stuff that, that, like, I was ready to donate. And I got $500 credit for it. Jesus. I mean, there was some good stuff sprinkled in there that I had. Um, yeah. Actually, stuff that needed resurfacing that other stores wouldn't take because they didn't want to resurface it. Yeah. Which I never got. Like, um, a game like Champions of Norath, I think, on the PS2. Scratch, not that bad. Just a buff. But they turned it down it's mm. like i don't think it's like a 40 dollar game or something like that just not worth their work maybe i don't, I don't know. get it but yeah they took it at this one so mm. yeah, i was pretty happy with that deal yeah one of our local game stores is under new ownership and charlie was just saying he had some good experience there yeah there's something nice about that might i might just take everything there <laughs> yeah. um and not i mean big stuff that i know will sell i'll just sell on kijiji mm -hmm. or maybe i'll buy like half a table with somebody at a swap yeah there's coming up yeah, the rest of the stuff, like, I'm going to pick up boxes of PS2 stuff, and I'll just bring it straight to that store, right? Yeah. If I can buy, because I've had boxes of PS2 stuff with a system for 
15 bucks with like 10 20 games i'll just yeah. bring it all in there if, if i can get 50 out of it that's amazing all right uh we're still on noteworthy pickup or purchase or sale charlie do you have anything you can think of that yeah was... that's really mine tonight i just got a nice bundle of stuff i got some genesis stuff in that trade and i never find genesis stuff up here i think i've found in the last three years of garage sales maybe 10 genesis games that i needed like i just i never come across yeah it. i almost don't either like i got all those genesis games there and some that i sold and that was like one bundle with a Genesis, an NES, a whole bunch of NES games, and a N60, uh, Jungle Green N64, mm-hmm. and then some games for that, all in one huge bundle. And that's like the biggest bunch of NES, or Genesis stuff I've gotten. Right. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't seem, there doesn't seem to be a lot of Genesis stuff around here. Oh. Um, so yeah, I got some Genesis stuff and I got a bunch of unlicensed NES stuff. I'm like kind of going for a complete NES set. I think I just said in one of my last videos, I think I'm going to make more of an effort to try and complete that and i've even thought about like you know doing a video series where i actually keep on a spreadsheet what i bought yeah um and what i sold i was going to talk about that actually and just having like a running total and then using that total strictly on buying nes games i had a question for you later on about that so i did a thing like that i did a a video which i called dollar to baller because yeah i wanted some clever title yeah and i literally spent one dollar at goodwill yeah Uh, i started out with a um uh, Xbox 360 wireless dongle, Wi-Fi dongle. Yeah. Bought it at Goodwill for one dollar and got up to buying um, Mario RPG loose. Okay. For fifty bucks or forty bucks from uh, Colin Retro Gaming, actually, at Very Game Exchange, he gave me a good deal. Um, so so one dollar all the way up. Yeah. You use that to buy, buy something else. Yeah. To buy something else. To buy yeah. something else. And I made a video telling each thing I bought, yeah. how long I had it for, and then how long, how much I sold it for. Yeah, that's great. Um, I was going to ask right at the beginning when you mentioned like the stigma of um, sellers, the, yeah. right? Um, and that's the one thing why I haven't done that in the past. Gotcha. I've kept it kind of under wraps a little bit about how much I've sold stuff for. But I was going to ask you guys because I, I feel like that stigma has gone away because back yeah, in the or day, softened at least, right? Back in when I started um, eight or nine years ago. You were, you were a dirty like, reseller. Right. Dirty reseller. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And yeah like, that's, that shit's gone. Day, but like, I, I find it, I think if you're not doing that, you've either got a lot of money or you're, you're just doing it wrong. Right. Yeah. Like, that's the way I look at it too. Yeah. Anybody who's and, still clinging to that is, is either, like you said, either they're doing it wrong. I think they're just lying. I think they're doing it and just not saying. Or there because are some you people that just like with... to pay whatever retail cost is and they're fine with that. Well, no, no, no. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about people who have this extra excess. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. They're not just uh, giving them away. And and I'm sorry, you're not gonna find somebody to trade for your exactly. random copy of this random game that you need to find this specific person who just happens to have what you need. That's early stage collecting when yeah. you can yeah. really pull off or a lot you go of those to store to do the same thing. Well, right, but you know what I mean? Like, trades between people get harder and harder the further in you get because they might, unless you just get, you know, sometimes they match up. Like, I traded some guy some games. He didn't care about manuals. I needed the manuals. I had a bunch of games that he didn't have, and they weren't hard to find. He just didn't have them. But those situations aren't as easy the deeper you get in it. So, I mean, at some point, you know, trading it into a store or selling them or going to a swap. 
you know, that's just really what you got to do. Or, or because especially with like, you know, like you, Charlie, I mean, you're buying big lots. You're not just going there just buying a game. When you're going to the yard sale, you're looking to try to scoop everything, which is right. the best way to go about it because that's how you make – you get the cheapest per per unit. Yeah. If you're going there just saying how much for this one game and that's all you're buying, you're going to be getting $5 all day and you're not going to get half as much stuff or a quarter of as much stuff. Mm-hmm. So you have to start scooping up the lots. And yeah. if people don't like it, then tough shit. <laughs> you know, it's like – I'll hear the argument that you should just buy what you need and leave the rest for someone else. Mm-hmm. Like right. the next person behind me is going to scoop that up and sell them on eBay anyway. Exactly. Yeah, that's right? the problem like, I see is the, the next three resellers behind me, like let's say Pete from, from Market Games, I always see him at garage sales and if I miss it, he's going to pick it up and sell it in the store anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I but left. I have nothing wrong with stuff. him. I like him, but yeah. he's a shark. Left... He's good at it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I lost some Atari stuff just a couple of weeks ago at a swap meet. I didn't need it, and there really wasn't a lot of value in it. But I remember thinking, well, hopefully someone who, you know, an Atari guy will walk up and he'll need it. You know, it's a lot of common stuff, but a lot of good titles just wasn't, they're not a lot of value in it. Not for what that guy was asking. I knew I could talk him down some, but I figured, you know what? I already, what I already got from him was good. I bought some, you know, Mario Kart, and I got some other cool stuff out from him. Like, I'm good with this stuff. Yeah, and then like the other day, I'm at one of the local game stores, and I kind of peek in the back room, and there, there's that shit sitting on the shelf. I could tell because it was like these little, like these little cart holders that they were all in, and there was three of them, and they were all sitting on that shelf. And I was yeah. like, "See, that's the next guy." Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like when you leave stuff behind for the next guy, that's who the next guy is. So, right. if, <laughs> if it's good enough to sell, then grab it. I mean, if they want to do the heavy lifting on that, I don't think they realize. I mean, even if they got it cheap, it's still so yeah. common. And sometimes you'll just say, I've got enough stuff to sell right now. I don't need to yeah. grab it for that reason, too, because there's right. other reasons. Oh, I don't have time to worry about that right now. Right. Yeah. There just wasn't a lot in it for me. But if it was something of value, it wouldn't <laughs> have got left behind. I would have took it for sure. But. I, I don't worry about that uh, guilt trip shit no more. That stuff is so like 2012. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I remember on Instagram, man, like they would literally rage against you if they thought you were trying to sell games. And yeah. I would laugh. I'm just like, <laughs> you guys. All right. So you won't sell a game. But when you want to do a trade, you want eBay value for eBay value. Right. Because <laughs> that's that's yeah. the that's the respectable way of doing it. There's no difference. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's yeah, no difference. All paying eBay it's all the same. Sell your game and buy what you want. Then if, if you know, if, you know, of course, when you're with friends, those are different. But we're talking about kind of like acquaintances yeah. or so strangers. I was, was going to say when Charlie asked about that, too, that in the beginning of this conversation was um, <clears throat> about telling prices. And um, when I pick up stuff and post it on either uh, or post it in uh, Instagram, I usually do a picture of everything and put how much I paid for the total. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> in a way... I have no problem telling how much I paid for each thing. The only problem it comes, the only time it comes to a problem is when someone I know wants to buy yep. it off me. And I'm like, yeah, but that's the thing I wanted to make my money on. Right. Right. So I feel bad telling exactly how much I paid for everything. If I, a friend's going to want to buy it off me. Yeah. I really don't. Um, that being said, I, I, I feel like I price stuff reasonably. Um, you're the one that, got up to hunt for that and it you know what i mean it's like true. i'm yeah. up at six i'm out the door at 6 30 and we're we're garage selling by quarter to seven looking for sales you know like you did the work to find it 
but like yeah it is you know if someone knows you paid a dollar and you're selling it for 40 exactly yeah yeah then i feel a little bad yeah. and i want to give them the deal and maybe i want to sell it to them for 20 and right. even that if i'm going that low why not just sell it for five yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> right. well i think the problem sometimes is like uh where i a couple awkward spots i've come in is somebody that i didn't really know decided to give me something for free and that was up to them. Like, I didn't ask for yeah. it, but they just gave it to me. And then I get this big lot of stuff, and they're just like, ooh, I need that. And I'm like, well, I mean, this is one of those awkward situations now because <laughs> I bought this lot to sell that, and I get it because now you feel like I owe you one. But had I known your gift came with a string, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have done it. Now, if it's a friend, I feel good about that because then it's like, you know what? This is good. You know, and sometimes I've had to tell friends, I was like, you know, man, I'm sorry, but this is actually what I need to make my money back. And yeah, and if they're a friend, if they're a friend, they understand, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But it does suck when those it is an awkward situation when uh, anytime I get a really big lot, my DMs, they, they, they get hammered pretty hard. I'm getting tons of DMs like, what do you want? What do you want for this? What do you want for that? I'm just like, well. You know what I want. So what yeah. do you want? How do you tell me what you're thinking? Because you already know what I'm thinking. I want max value. Sorry, man. Like, we don't know each other I, that way. I had a guy that I've done several deals with who lives in Guelph. Uh, mess I messaged him. I can't remember which way. Wait. Anyway, he said, what else do you have for sale? Because he's already got $70 worth of games. He's got what going to buy off me. And I gave him a picture, a picture of everything. And I said, I know your next question is going to be how much I want for each one. I said, just assume it's going to be like price charting a little lower than that. So don't ask me prices. You already know I want as much as possible. He hadn't come to pick that stuff up yet? Yeah. He, he had or hadn't? He hadn't. Okay. But I've done several deals with him, but still. See, whenever someone buys something from me from Kijiji, I'll say I have more games, but I won't show them oh. until that deal's done. So I'll get the I'll get the money in transaction and be like, oh here, here's this stuff. They'll give me the money. Then I'll go inside and get the I, bin and bring it out. Because what happens is they're like, oh actually, bundle, yeah. I don't want this stuff. Or they'll be like, Will you throw how you know what I mean? Yep, I want to get that first now? transaction yeah. out of the way. And then I bring out the bin of stuff. And that's one <laughs> tactic that I I need to use more and that really works for me is when I do sell something um like a, a console or some games, like say for the N64, yeah, I'll have a bunch of my other stuff and I'll I'll mention before they come, hey, I've got a bunch of other games if you want to bring some more money. Yep. And then I'll bring them out. It's almost like an upsell. Yeah, so yeah. So that's worked out well for that's me funny. too. Yeah. I was actually going to just talk about an upsell with my next thing. But uh, with that guy, I know him well enough. Okay. I've done I've done like five or six deals with yeah, him. Yeah, So And he's already bought like $200 worth of stuff on right. me easily. So I'm, I'm already giving him a deal. And if he wanted more stuff, I'm fine with giving him a deal. And with some of the stuff that I have or pretty much all the games I have now, I just kind of just want them gone. Yeah. I don't want to sell them at game store prices because they're all the 15 to $40 games, basically. Yeah. Where it's like, if I'm taking a game store's price, that's half of it. Whereas if I sell it to someone for $5 less than what it's worth, right. then it's, you know, better. Yeah. So that's the way I've been trying to do those last, like, stack of, like, 20 to 30 games or so. Um, the other thing I was going to say was... Uh, upsell was actually i came a guy came to my door to buy the most random thing but i i agreed to sell a bunch of things for a co-worker of mine and she said how much of a cut do you want i'm like oh that's nice i wasn't expecting that but she said she researched it mm -hmm. and this going rate for selling stuff for people on, on ebay is 30 percent. so i'll give you 30 percent of whatever you sell i'm like sounds great to me and she's been giving me stuff like she's a gamer and she keeps her stuff in really good condition so she's just been giving me stuff that she has laying around for a while or as she finishes playing it. So one of the things she gave me was this random 
Universal AV selector. Mm -hmm. It says GameCube, PlayStation, N64 on it. Okay. And it's styled like an original um, PS2, the fat yes, PS2. I've seen that. So I posted it on Kijiji. <clears throat> the guy said he wanted to buy it. I put it for five bucks because I just want it gone. It's an AV selector, right? Mm. Uh, and then he comes here and gets the door and pays me for it and says, do you have anything else for sale? I'm like, yes, I do. No, so I bring up a stack okay. of games. Just like, a stack. You don't bring them down. No, no, yeah. I don't want everybody that goes on Kijiji to see everything down here. But uh, I just I just took him or took a stack up to him. He's like, oh, my God. I, so then he picked out two games and bought them. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my neighbors think I'm a drug dealer because I've always, Mine too. <laughs> I've always got young kids coming to the door. My, my neighbor's a cop. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have brought the odd person because you'll get talking with people. And I'll be like, and then I'll be like, oh, oh, I got to show you something. <laughs> like, I bring them down to the game. <laughs> like, what the hell is this? Yeah, I've had that when people come down on TVs over here now. Uh, when I have people come down to show them a console that works. Yeah. I know you had a TV right by your door for a while. That That's what I was idea. doing. And now this year I'm going to put one in the garage. Well, I, I can't do I have garage. One in the garage. I, I can't do that now because I have my RC cars. I have a whole yeah, ball, I noticed. Full of RC Jesus cars Christ, now. Dude. So that's my new obsession. I have one RC car. I got a, a Traxxas. Uh, oh my God. Now I can't remember what it's called. Slash. Anyway, it it was it was it's a slash four wheel drive yeah. uh, converted. It, before that, it was the like scale version, the crawler version of it. Oh, it was weird. But my brother bought it half converted, so I did the rest. Interesting. Anyway, uh, I have that and an RC boat and then quadcopters. Right. Yeah. That's so much anyway, fun, man. I love yeah, RC I know. Cars. <laughs> I have a problem too. I keep buying stuff for my DJI drone. I just bought the goggles. So what drone do you have? Spark. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have the. First Phantom Mavic. Oh, you're the Mavic. Okay. I sold that. Okay, Mavic you had Phantom. the Ma Phantom. Yeah. Yeah, I should sell the Mavic. I don't use it enough. I'll take it. <laughs> real cheap. Let's do a trade. <laughs> Chris Where is really we? entertained. Where were we? No, it's good. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Hey, everyone. It's Josh, also known as Frantic from the Frantic Thoughts Podcasts. I just wanted to take a moment to chat about one of my favorite monthly podcasts. The Retro Pixel Podcast. Once a month, James, also known as RetroPixel, talks about classic and retro gaming, movies and TV show reviews, and other highly entertaining topics. You can get the show on iTunes, Podomatic, or wherever podcasts are found. Yeah, that, <laughs> I guess, yeah, I mean, we can talk about that once you start again, but I, I never really understood. I guess it's because I find enough stuff. I never understood those people that pretended to find stuff and oh. there's someone locally oh um no i really want to know andrew oh yeah i know him did you ever notice anything suspect about his instagram i don't know he's not on anymore and matt asked him because really so one time he i didn't realize so he's he used to work with my brother-in-law okay they used to work together so one time he posted a find <laughs> at 6 30 in the morning Garage okay. sale find. Just found this um, Outrun 2 on the Xbox, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, it's coast to coast. Pretty decent find. Yeah, Outrun 2. At 6.30. I don't think I've ever early. picked anything up at 6.30. Yeah. Um, and then he was done after that. If you find a game like that at 6.30, are you just going, that's it? I'm yeah. No, like that doesn't happen. And that's yeah. the first time I was like, this is, huh. not, this is weird. And I think people started calling him out, and I think he got off of... Interesting. Uh, he wasn't yeah, there was a... at uh, Barry. For yeah. a while there, him and a couple of buddies. Him and that one buddy. Travis. Did you ever see them out garage selling? Probably Travis. They would. They had no idea who Matt and I were, and I would see them like running to sales. Dude was like to blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My brother-in-law worked with both of them, so he could tell me whether they're 
I wasn't the biggest. Enough. I was not rooting for them to find stuff. I'll just <clears> I got that. some good deals from from Andrew. He seems nice, but yeah. when I see them at garage sales, I was hoping that they didn't find jack shit. <laughs> There's certain it people happens. like I'm yeah, happy when you find something. I'm not happy when I find when Andrew Lenny finds anything anymore because he's not in collecting anymore. He sold everything. Did he? I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. and like so the 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 guy who I wasn't happy when he found anything because I tried to do a trade with him once. Yeah, he's like, oh, my collection's at my parents' house. So I'll get back to you. Oh yeah. Never heard from him again. And there was another thing too. There was um, Pete had asked me to record, or I said I'd record the Barry game, or sorry, the Waterloo game swap for them right. once. And he said, "I'll just get Andrew to take the USB stick from you, okay, with the footage for us to use for advertising next year." Okay. Never heard from Andrew. Do you remember that episode where I lent him? Um, I lent him. What did I lend him? I think it was a memory card because he was filming. Oh, how did that work? I lent him my camera or something to record his garage sales. Okay. And uh, like I needed it back to to film. I needed to to do my YouTube video. Yeah. And like I forget I was going somewhere and he like just didn't get it to me and I was like fucking uh, in the I think on I the video that, yeah. I posted to YouTube. Yeah. I was so <laughs> mad at him. I had to drive all the way to Waterloo to get this memory card. Yeah. And it just so happened that on right at the turn for his yeah house, I remember you saying sale. you found something. <laughs> there was a. Fantastic N64, like okay, eight games, like four houses down from his house. I'm like, yeah, that's karma, Andrew. I was so <laughs> mad. He, I had to drive all the way up to Waterloo for this yeah, memory card that. that I lent him. <clears throat> yeah. So it's anyways. a memory card. Just go buy one. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, I had helped him so much with like, because he want he was he kept on going through these phases where he wanted to do YouTube. Okay. And like, I went over and recorded a video for him. He never posted. And mm. anyways, but he found this is the guy. So he's been my main competition for since i started he's been the only guy that's like been there the whole time okay um he found a box of sealed turbo graphics stuff yeah like for 15 dollars from a store like this old lady an old man who ran a store they had in the garage brand new sealed, 30 old sealed stock, new old stuff 30 sealed games he was two streets over from me and i remember just being furious because at first i was like i was so mad that he found them because i knew he was going to sell them all yeah but then i was like I would have done the same thing. I'm not keeping sealed turbo graphics, <laughs> no, no, games, right? Like sell the sealed ones and buy and buy them exactly. Yeah. So I would, uh, yeah, it was tough though. <clears throat> no, See, I didn't wish for him to find stuff because he was so difficult to deal with. Yeah, and I also followed him in a garage sales, like in an area one time. Mm -hmm. We just happened to be going the same way, and my brother-in-law was with me. Yeah, and I'm like, let's just follow him and see what happens. And he is not good at garage sales. No, he's not. <laughs> um, him and I had it out a bit this year because. Oh. I've always, he's from Waterloo. Yeah. And I'm in Kitchener. Yeah. I've always respected that. And like, I don't go to Waterloo. I start in Kitchener. He knows where I start. Mm -hmm. Like, why, if you know I'm in this area, yeah. why would you come? I in don't this know area? where you start. So I go wherever the hell I find sales. Right. <laughs> I don't make it to Waterloo. So if you don't want to see me garage selling, I never find anything in Waterloo. Yeah. Well, I've <laughs> Kitchener. I do. I do better in Kitchener, but that's mainly because I don't. I don't have much experience doing Waterloo. Gotcha. Right? So, no, um, I never found anything in Waterloo. I don't think at all. Even really. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, Waterloo is great. But the area he found, I'm pretty sure he said the area he found was uh, the TurboGrafx stuff was near Northfield. Yep. Yeah, yeah, in that area there. Yeah, that's kind of by close to where he lives. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I thought it was. And I never find anything there. It's always old people. Yeah. So the issue I had with him was I saw him in Kitchener, like in right close to my neighborhood where I start. He knows where I start. Yeah. Um, and I saw him. And then I said, 
okay, like, because I always, I'm always nice about it. I'm like, okay, I'll, we'll go somewhere else. Well, you have a path, right? He knows that route or not. I don't really, I like, I start in Country Hill, and now we're getting specific. Country Hill's Activa. <laughs> yeah, Activa's always Hill, good. Um, Forest Heights, Forest Hill, Forest Heights, a little bit of Beechwood, and then I usually cut over to Stanley Park. So I just stay in Kitchener. Okay. Um, but anyways, I was like, okay, I'll get out of here. I'm going up this way. Um, and then he saw me two hours later in an area that I didn't say I was going to, but I was like, I had covered that and gone yeah, somewhere yeah. else. And then I see him and his buddy like running the sales and I'm, I don't know. He called me out and he's like, Oh, you said you were going here. Like, I already did that. <laughs> That's two hours ago. All right. Chris is very entertained. No, well, that's cool. I don't. I just right. don't know nothing about no Canadian Waterloo. That's good. <laughs> Someone else. No, but I. I had the speaking of people who like to fake their fines. So um, there was this guy locally, right? And and this was kind of like you know, there's always that adjustment period in the early stages where like you think, oh, you know, especially just around like 2013 when people were really starting to get resentful, the prices going up. And uh, so he used to uh, in the groups that we're in, he ran a group and he was like, nothing could be sold for more than five dollars. And people were just like, dude, you're foolish. Ain't nobody gives a fuck. You know what I mean? We're going to do whatever we want. And he would always make these videos with like, I, I found this for five dollars. And I told you, if you look hard enough, you could find, you know, and he, it was like rule of rose and all this shit. And he was just like, maybe you did. But I always kind of suspect that he was full of shit. Right. I always suspect he was full of shit. And I never understood, like, so what? So if you pay it up, you don't have to say what you pay for anything. I mean, there's people who buy brand new PS3 games or four games or, you know, whatever the current system was for $60. So if this is something you want and that's the value, who cares? But so uh, I did a trade on Instagram where I got an extra. I ended up getting an extra power glove and I didn't need it. But the whole point was that was the only way we can make this thing even. So I was going to sell a power glove locally and then. And then it would have been a good trade. So uh, I listed it up and this guy, his name was Albert, I think. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I really want it. I'm like, cool. And so we, we negotiated a price. He didn't want to pay what I was asking, but he had games. I was like, well, look, it, well, as long as it works out, I'll take these amount of games and you give me this amount of cash. It was like $50 cash and like six games or something like that. Right. Went, met him up, did the trade. About an hour later, this guy, his name is Terenius. I don't care to say his name because he's kind of a scumbag anyways. So he uh, posts in this group that we're in, a separate group, not the one he ran, but this other group, all gloating. See, I told you guys, patience pays off. I just bought this power glove and I paid $20. I know some of you out there pay $80 or $100 and blah, blah, blah. And he's just going on and on about this. I was thinking to myself, man, that's a hell of a coincidence. He just happens to buy a power glove like an hour after I just sold one. So I kind of zoomed in on that picture and what he didn't realize is that was the glove that I sold. And the reason I knew this is because it had a dollar written on the, on the thumb. Someone had wrote it with like a, like, like just a regular ballpoint pen, but it was so deep in it. I couldn't get it off. I scrubbed the shit out of it and it wouldn't come off. And he probably tried too, and it still didn't come off. And I, so I started asking, I was like, wow, man, that's really cool. So you got it for 20 bucks. And he goes, yeah. I was like, where'd you get it? He goes, oh, you know, this guy, he listed it up on Craigslist or something. I was like, really? I was like, I, I just look. He goes, oh, he must have took the ad down. You know, I'm just like baiting him, like, see what he's going to say. I was like, really? Was who? What, what did the guy look like? Oh, yeah. I was like, did he drive a red truck? And he goes, yeah. 
And I was like, oh, was his name Albert? And he's like, yeah. So I was like, man, that's a real big coincidence that you just happened to buy something I just sold to that guy for $50 plus, you know, $35 worth of games. And he just, out of the kindness of his heart, sold it to you for $20, huh? He goes, I don't know, man, but that's what happened. And I'm just like, yeah, sure, that's what happened. So you lying motherfucker you paid 100 bucks for it. i'm sure that guy that's why the guy wanted to make the deal because he knew he already had a seller or a buyer yeah, yeah. i mean he was, was hot for it too too. oh yeah he had it sold within an hour so i guess it's so different for me because we you know we find stuff but there's plenty of people out there that don't right yeah. and i've gotten a bit of hot water before for saying like, do you think we live in some sort of magical garage sale in because so the area we live in i find like for example, let's just this is not related, but it is. Look at the number of Tesla cars that mm-hmm. we see in our area. Mm-hmm. That's higher than I think most towns around here are. Okay. And I think it's the tech centric area we're in, the okay. university, the high tech companies, all that stuff. Yeah. I think that helps bring in the type of people who buy games or who used to play games. The problem with that theory or is Or that's my own my own self projecting on what I see. The problem with that is in order to own those games, those people would have had to have lived here in the eighties and nineties yeah. before it was a tech. That's true. Area, right? Yeah. It was still university, but that was more of engineering. Yeah. Than... So I don't think there's a correlation to tech. Um, but they could have moved here, but then that's different. Cause like I didn't, I wasn't born here, but how much stuff do you find in the stuff that I find is typically, a lot of times in older homes mm-hmm. where, you know, I've always thought about that and tried out. to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. There's no formula, right? Like you yeah. can't go, Oh, this is a rich neighborhood. They're going to have stuff. It doesn't work like that. No. Yeah. Or it, even, or it's... even this is a rich neighborhood. They'll let it go cheap. That doesn't always happen no. either. Usually it's no. they're often the opposite. Right. So but there really is no yeah. formula there. Yeah. Now that being said, like I've said, Hey, you can find, if you get out there and, and you ask and you ask properly, I'm like I'm con- and I've said before I'm confident that I can find video games anywhere with a similar population. Like yeah, I'm not saying yeah. I can go to a town of 500 people and find stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that our area is any different from I, I would love to experiment with that by going to Guelph or somewhere like a town that's fairly close. Right. I don't think it's as big as KW, but still especially with like Kitchener Cambridge attached. Yeah. But... I've always said Burlington would be a good case study. Yeah. Uh, but then the problem is I don't know Burlington, right? So part of the reason why I do so well here is because you know I the know areas, the yeah. area and I don't even really use Kijiji anymore. I don't plot my route much anymore. Yeah. I just go and I ask. And if someone's been in the area, all so now that's another thing, right? Like, has anybody else, I'll, almost every sale, has anybody else been here asking for games? And that's, people usually volunteer. As soon as you ask, they'll usually say, you're the third person to ask today. So right. you don't even have if to they ask. haven't said that already, which, yeah. oh, you're, everybody, I hate this. Everybody's been asking for video games today. <laughs> really, everybody, like, you mean like more than two, two people, people that have asked for video out games. Out of 30 people. Honest. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I typically like to, I, well, what I like for houses, I, I typically like to buy from houses that have been built in the 70s or the 80s, early 80s. And because that's usually the kind of stuff I'm looking for, you know, Nintendo, Super Nintendo. And if for whatever reason, it seems like I pull more of that kind of stuff out of their garages and, you know, in their sheds and everything, because a lot of that, you know, their their it's kids are about my cool. age. Well, right? well, right. Their kids are my age. So they're going to have similar interests if they're still the original tenants. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I like those neighborhoods. There's see... particular neighborhoods in Fresno where I go. I specifically go there because of the houses, the age of the houses. And that is typically where I get a lot of my okay. bigger finds came from, like the TV. It came from this place called uh, Tarpy Village. And Tarpy Village was a was a little housing development that was built up in the 70s and like all the rich little clovis kids used to live there clovis is like our little sister town of fresno they used to live there in the 80s it used to be one of those little trendy neighborhoods you know now it's kind of ran down because all those people moved to nicer neighborhoods but at the there was a time where it was a nice ass and little community but i know every time i pull stuff out of there it's always the kind of stuff that i want i don't get it every time but I typically will score from that area at least four or five times a year, and I'll score good. You know what but I mean? So I here, always was thinking here at least, it's just as likely that the people from that house, when those kids moved out, they took it to their new house. Yeah. And I've bought, like, I that's bought, what I thought too. Like, let's I say found no Laurelwood more, area. Right. It all depends on whether those kids took it with them or left <laughs> it with their parents. Yeah. Right. And here, there's really no. I have found just as much, maybe even more, from like the kids who have taken it with them to their new house than I have the original parents. And then the problem you run into with the parents is, oh, I've got to call and yeah, see if they'll let yeah. me sell this. That's I've had that the problem, problem a lot. Or, or that comes up a lot. Oh, come back next week. I've even had an old or lady. Give me your say. number. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what? With the give me the number is, I always try to circumvent around that. I'll give them the number, but I'll be like, can I call you? Can I? Do you mind if I come back by? And you know, the thing is trying to remember where you went. You know, you have to make a mental note. If it's worth it, I'll come back. I, but I, I have. I put a calendar appointment in my calendar for the next week with the address. Yeah. That's, time. that's that's yeah. pretty good organized. Um, when it when they hit me with the let me ask the kid thing, I'll just I'll I'll try to change the subject a little bit, start talking about something else, and then I'll circle back to it. And I'm like, how long you been holding this stuff for them? They don't want this, you know. Like I'll try that angle, and it, it has worked. It doesn't always work, but that's that's an angle I'll go with. Is like, how long are you gonna store their crap? You know what I mean? So, like, what I do is, hey, would you be willing to bring it out? So I can take a look at it, and then you can present the offer to them. That's typically what I'll do, because yeah. once I can get my hands on it and take a look, and then you know, well, you at least know what you have, what you're, whether it's worth your time right, or not, right? And it typically leads to me paying more because when they present that offer to the person, I don't want them to say, "This guy's offering you twenty bucks." Mm-hmm. I'll, it's going to cost me more, yeah. but if I can get my eyes on it and be like, "Hey, I can give you this much," um, you know, maybe you can give them a call and see if they're willing to sell it for that. And that's typically what works for me. Or I'll get their number. If, I'll be like, hey, can I put your number in my phone? Is it okay if I call you in like a week? Yeah. But rarely. I think I've had one call back where I gave somebody my number once in like eight years. Of <laughs> one time. I had a big you one, a one. Uh, early this year. Um, and it was huge. I mean, you might have saw the post, but it was... I mean, it was one of the bigger callbacks I've ever had. I mean, it was just tons and tons of stuff. This guy was breaking out tubs, and I had to negotiate pretty hard with him because he was he was kind of stuck on his number, and I'm like, I'm doing the math, and I'm like, you know, we're not that far apart, but um, I have to get it at this, and we kind of went back and forth, and then I started in on his wife because his wife was standing there. I was like, you really going to let him pass up the sale? And, you know, <laughs> like goofing around with her, and she's like – just do it, you know, and he's like, all right, you know, anyways, I got him to come back around. I'm just like, I'm, I can't pay 200 for it because I don't know if half this shit works. The consoles, like if all the consoles work, I'm golden. If if none of them work, 
I'm chasing it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'll, I, I might break even and get to keep a couple of cool items. Like one of them was a Nintendo Z bag, and it was the cleanest one I've ever seen. And, Wait, uh, it's the Z bag, those blue ones oh, with yeah. the yeah. Oh, yeah. I've caught, I found several of those. I got yeah, rid of them. Are, yeah, you're regretting that, huh? You didn't keep one? Uh, no. I think they've gone up in value. I think I found four of them over the years. Um, <clears throat> two were full SNES, and I'm trying to remember the story because I remember it was a good one. It, oh, it was a one o'clock pickup in my own oh, neighborhood. In your own neighborhood. And this lady had like a table, picnic table out. <clears throat> and I went up and, and she had like knickknacks. And I was like, hey, I'm looking for older video games. Yells up to her son. Her son, his son's up there. Comes down with these two bags. And they were her husband's. Um, and it was surprisingly easy to get it. For, I think I paid 40 bucks for the two bags. But that they had the, yeah, the blue bag with the, I think there's a yellow zipper. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I didn't know what I would do I with them. I know of them, but I've never seen them myself. Yeah, I, I just, I sold them. I think, got them. I think I sold them for like 20 bucks. Yeah, I don't know good. what they go for, but. I mean, they're, well, they're, you could probably, I mean, if they're in good condition, you can get 35, 40 American if yeah. they're in good. I mean, even beat up, you can get 20 bucks, easily 20, 25 bucks, but. I mean, you're right. What do you do with them? But what do you do with a lot of this crap we get? <laughs> like, yeah, I just don't know how. That's what I mean. Like, I don't know how you display a bag that. would be hard to display. Like, you need to fill it with packing stuff so right. it looks the right size. What but the hell, you just leave a Nintendo oh. in it. Yeah, but on, I don't have any Nintendo other than the one on the shelf there. Yeah, I don't keep other Nintendos. <clears throat> yeah, I and just, even that one's just there because I got it with that big a Nintendo lot. You and mean like, everybody he, doesn't have forty extra Nintendos? No, that's only you. And how many? How many uh, toaster Nintendos? Do you, or how many uh, top, top loaders, loaders uh, do you have? Uh, ten. I've still never seen one of those in the wild. Me neither. Yeah, barely. Seen I, one. I, 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 if I don't, if I don't see one to two a year, something's wrong. I haven't even seen a dog. <laughs> no, I saw a dog in the last swap. So I wonder if that's a Canadian thing. Like I wonder maybe this, yeah, the I top know. loaders didn't really weren't really that much of a thing in stores. They might they might have mostly been in the states. That's possible. I know NES was sold by Mattel here, yeah. right? So that would make sense. Yeah, if... Mattel might not have distributed. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I don't see them. I don't see many of the SNES <clears throat> versions either. Yes. Yeah, the, I see them more though. Kijiji, I mean. Like I don't own either. I don't have. Yeah. I don't have. You either. know what? And I've actually come across more top loaders than uh, Super Nintendo, the mini Super Nintendos. Like I've literally, I've seen more top loaders than those. Mm. I've, but, I've definitely seen the other way around. Mm -hmm. I think I've owned like thirteen total, but I've given a few away and sold a few and traded a few. But yeah. Uh, I'm just picturing your picture of NESs. Yeah, I got one right now being it's like yeah. Gotham, but this guy or not Gotham, uh, uh, Kitty Vintage. Oh yeah, where he had an entire like room full of NESs. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, well, that's that is ridiculous. I mean, that's, that's stupid. Who would do something stupid like? There's that? a game store owner here. He's kind of a bit of a clown. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm being sarcastic. I yeah. would do that. But Look, I there's just a couple wall behind you. That shelf. <laughs> no, that's it's not Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> It's not real. Green screen. That's good. That's good. Hey, so uh, that let's talk about your Dreamcast uh, kiosk. You yeah. you had a pretty good pickup. I know it wasn't like recent, recent, but that yeah. was one of your bigger pickups recently. What's right. the story so, behind that? So I found a really good GI Joe right. lot. Um, I think last year or the year before that, uh, for fifteen bucks. Um, I just bought it. My boys were there. I was like, oh, because I love pl still playing GI Joes with my boys. Um, bunch of vehicles i saw in a box and mm -hmm. a bag tied up um two zares bags 15 bucks it said on it 
Um, so I was like, oh, great, we'll play with these. So I got it home, and it was like 80% complete, and stuff was in really good shape. The cards had been cut out, oh. so those were there. A lot of the weapons were there. So I knew, like, there was a couple, like, original version one snake eyes in there like i think they go for like 50 or 60 bucks hmm. um so i had this stuff and i didn't know what to do with it i really wished you had ebay no i, I really wanted a gi joe collection oh, okay right like i i was psyched because i i was like oh my god i love gi joe so much and like i had this instant collection of like hmm. stuff i loved as a kid but just could never afford to buy but and then I put it in bins and it and it sat there and yeah. I wasn't using it because well, you it was, don't want the boys to play with it. It was too nice, too nice for them to play with. Yeah. Now we have all these other GI Joes that we play okay. with. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, other ones that I picked up, fake ones, newer here ones and there, or whatever too. And they're totally fine with that. So I just didn't really know what to do with them. I thought about maybe putting up some shelves and displaying them all. And they were just sitting there and I wasn't using them. And the Dreamcast kiosk is something that's been like one of my holy grails for years. I've wanted yeah. one for. Well, you said Dreamcast is one of your favorite consoles. It's yeah. Favorite. Yeah. Right. I think it's. I think it's the switch is getting close. <laughs> I love I love my switch. I do too. Uh, That's just recency biased. Right, I think so. Uh so the kiosk, and then I had heard that like kiosks had shot up to like twelve hundred bucks here okay. in Canada. Um so I was like, okay, that's never gonna happen, right? Um then I saw Toy Rat, who um the, the VHS he's got out the VHS stuff and vinyl and he's a everything. he's a decent store. I I I didn't love the store when I went there or the experience yeah. of being there. Yeah. It was just weird. There was like a bunch of kids, like his kid and all his friends in the room hanging out, watching us on cameras as we're shopping. But that's a whole nother story. Yeah. It's a, it's a little strange. He's yeah. a little different and not <clears throat> okay. a lot of people like him. I, he's always been fine yeah, to me. You've he's seen got this really crazy memory. He can remember like what you were in there looking for. Oh. Remember me from like eight years That's ago. Helpful, what I though, came for in him. for the day I came in. It was insane. <laughs> wow. Um anyway, so I brought him a bunch of stuff with the hopes of trading it in for that key. And you knew he was into GI Joe's? I knew he was into wrestlers. I didn't I, know he was into GI Joe's. I saw he had some toys and stuff in anything 80s. So I had seen okay. some GI Joe's, but I didn't know if he was. Well wanted. it's called Toy Ride. I guess it makes sense. Toys. Yeah. I think I think the whole social media and YouTube thing helped a bit. I was with Matt and I, I wanted to make a video out of it. So that helped a little bit. Um, but yeah, he came back. I'm trying to think. I don't think I traded him any games. I don't know. I had all kinds of stuff that to, I, I traded him one of those uh, Mario Kart um, Power Wheels. Remember those? Yep, yep. So the I actual cart. Credit for that. And I don't know. But anyways, I got it to the point where I think I out of pocket paid 400 bucks. Okay. Which I was comfortable with for that. So with oh, how yeah. cheap you got everything else, yeah. Yeah, it had the had the uh, controllers, the system in it, and it was in pretty good shape. So you know what? With those kiosks, a lot of times just those controllers and the little, you know, like the little arms connecting it to the kiosk will be one hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars. So right. American people are trying you know to theirs. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, the parts are sometimes worth more than the sum. You know what I mean? Like yeah, whole or whatever. Money. Uh, Dr. Smitty on, on Instagram, he picked up the kiosk, but it was missing that orange piece. That no. was like a, like around the, yeah, I'm the like, oh man, you'll never find that. Good luck. Uh, yeah. Right. And then when he does find it, he's going to probably pay $300. Yeah. So, so I was going to say, if you ever find games or uh, toys like that again, and you're not sure where to sell them, mm -hmm. you can always try going to the Kitchener Collectibles Expo when it comes. Right. And talk to the vendors there and see if they have anybody interested or if they want to buy it too yeah if you're already thinking of selling to a store see i'd love to find i just want to find a place to take my games where i feel like i'm going to get 
value that I'm happy with mm -hmm. and be able to trade it for stuff I want. And I'd love to find a toy store that I just know that I can just take that and they're going to give me whatever the best deal that I can get. Yeah. Um, cause toys, I don't want to be worrying about selling GI Joe lots on Kijiji. Not, <laughs> no, thank you. Individually one, one guy oh, at a time. No, thanks. I don't want anything to do with that. That does sound like a good long tail business on eBay though. But even then, you like pick up a Joe's, lot for fifteen bucks and sell one a week for twenty bucks. It's like selling records, though, because like condition comes into to yeah. That's true. There. You got you guys were talking about that, weren't you? With uh, was that GI Joe's? Yeah, it was GI Joe's. You and uh, Single Banana were talking about that when you when he was on, right? GI Joe's oh, like, condition. Yeah, well, any kind but of toy, pretty, but collectors can be really picky with the condition. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of like yeah. a lot of lot of hobby stuff, but yeah, with um. The way he's talking, he probably had some really clean stuff. If the guy was going so far to hold the cards and things like that, you can get lucky in those lots. You know what I mean? It's like, that was a good buy, man. Especially if it helped you get to something that you really wanted. And it looks great in your game room, dude. That's Well, you already oh, got some awesome. kiosks. It works great. Yeah, I love that thing. Uh, How yeah. big is your freaking basement, man? Um, is it like three times the size of this? Prob probably more. Okay. Because it, it's hard to tell. Some of the pictures you take are, <laughs> are wide big. angle, right? Yeah. So it's hard to tell how big it is, but like this, this is the laundry room, and then over there is the furnace, and that's it. Yeah, it's a big basement. Yeah, it's it's big. Like, <laughs> I still have plenty of room too. Like I have open space still. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And you I mean, always do something like this. I was just talking. Oh, to him I about could that, go man. nuts, right? Like there's tons a shelf. Of, out. I don't know where you, if you see where my PS4 banner is that runs kind of the length of right when you come down the stairs. I know it's hard to get bearings. On yeah, that. I've considered filling that wall-to-wall -wall with shelves because i really kind of want to start um collecting blu-rays again i had a thousand dvds yeah yeah and i sold <clears throat> most of them off and got yeah. out but now i'm starting to realize like netflix and stuff netflix is changing Temporary. where you used to be able to go find movies online anywhere you can't anymore so if like i want to watch this movie where i could rely on these um services i can't do that anymore like mm -hmm. i can't a lot of those movies i sold i can't get anywhere else now Gotcha. So yeah, yeah. now I'm like, I'm, I think I started off with buying all the uh, superhero Blu-rays, then Disney. I may, it may just come down to me buying every Blu-ray. That you find for a decent price. Yeah. yeah. If I can find it for under a dollar. Yeah. At garage sales. Why not? And fill that wall. I'm running out of space. You don't want to do DVDs again? I don't think I would do DVD. I don't know. It depends. Because if you got them cheap enough, you could even just do a churn where you... Buy them up every year and then sell them off to a store if they give you enough money. That's the thing. That depends and then, on I, your and then I start selling. to get into like, oh, you sold all those DVDs. I kept a lot of the ones that were hard to find. Like I had some Criterion Collection stuff. That's what I think of is the stuff that isn't released on Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely kept. I held on to that stuff. I mean, this is our DVDs there and there. That's it. Yeah. <clears throat> Lots of kids stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've, I've, I've thought about. Just because I, I enjoy going to garage sales and finding stuff. Yeah. And like if I can scratch that itch with some Blu-rays and DVDs as well. Especially yeah, if it's that, that cheap, right? I thought the DVDs as another revenue in, uh, revenue stream. Like another way to get money when you find them cheap. I don't think so. No? Okay. I wasn't sure what st stores gave for them. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it sucks. Bringing okay. those to like the beat goes on. Well, beat goes they... on if you have enough, they'll come to your house. They'll pick, through, they'll pick through them. Okay. Um, you don't want these, then you got to take it to another that's one. That's true. And I don't want anything. To do yeah, that. yeah, that's a good point. I'm over that. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Let's actually jump on to the next part here. So what are you selling? Anything you're selling, uh, eBay, Kijiji, anything like that, trade, next swap, anything like that, that you might have for sale? Anything interesting? Starting with me. So I don't have anything specifically interesting. I'm just selling off, like I said, those games that I've got that are from 15 to 40, even 60 bucks. Um, some of them are like, I got some sealed uh, original Xbox games in a lot. It was pretty cool. But, I've got some uh, sealed got stuff right now and, too. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. That's the stuff that's perfect for eBay, right? I would yeah. assume. Yeah, it, it is, but I'm not selling to the states, so it narrows my audience big yeah. time. Yeah. But, I have... but you know the the other thing, um, buddy, is um, I mean, you can sell stuff through Instagram. I mean, unless you're kind of worried about your brand or whatever, but you throw it up in your stories or something, man. You know what I mean? Like if you don't want to clutter your feed, just throw them up. Like yeah, if you really got should. sealed stuff. Yeah, I've sold. An audience. Uh, I was well. selling Game Boys on. Yeah, Instagram. I was going to mention that too. <laughs> and it really, they have to take the risk of like they have to pay me before I ship it. I'm guessing that's pretty standard. That, yeah. That's standard. That's yeah. not. That's that's totally standard. Friends but you already have names, so people trust you because yeah. if right. you don't, they're going to shit talk. They're, they're going to shit talk you, you, and they got they'll screenshot and they'll you know. So you they yeah. got some protection as well. It's, you you got more trust to lose buying from you than more they're going to trust buying from me, for example. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's definitely something I can just put out there. Um, yeah, that's that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, I mean, I I, I've, I have it's a buddy really who's good. going for a full any or a full Xbox collection, and another buddy who's going for variants. He wanted the Canadian variants, so he's buying like five of them off me. Of Xbox game, the original Xbox, yeah. Canadian variants. Yeah. <laughs> I have oh, one like with box. French on them. With French on oh. them. NHL. The French, that whole French thing, man. Do yeah. Do we really have to change? I said that with the with the Ninja Turtles when I bought Michelangelo. It said Miguel Angel. Like, <laughs> is this really necessary that we need a French translation of Michelangelo? Oh my God. Yeah, so th he's buying these three here because of the Canadian variants. So and it, ESPN NHL 2005, and it has French there. Uh, and then uh, that Tony was Hawk before they went full French. I can't remember. I think like Tony everything's Hawk wasn't. French. And then I think those ones he just didn't have were a good enough copy. I think. And they're all two. sealed. And they're all sealed, yeah. Huh. I mean, that one's got a rip. And then this one's sealed, but the, the whole thing's ripping. But it's still got the seal yeah. on the end, right? And that's to somebody else. That's uh, Jesus Kane. Do you know him? He's from Burlington, Bramford. I don't know. Bramford, I think. Yeah. I came across a bunch of uh, original Xbox games at one point that were from the Microsoft store and had these like oh, yeah, ridiculous yeah. stickers that you cannot get yeah, off. Yeah, I remember seeing those on somebody's channel. Oh, I forget who that was. Metal Jesus, or is that because he's in? Oh yeah, you Washington, might be, you might right? be right. Yeah. And then there's also, I think, Casey. No, not Casey Gainer. Somebody else had it because he's in Washington too. Casey Gainer. That's one place that I'd like to be in terms of games hunting is up on the in the northeast or the south. Sorry, northwest. Northwest. Or like in California. Yeah. Because California, I feel like, is the mecca for arcade machines. Mm. Well, this guy keeps getting Atari stuff too. We have nothing here when it comes to arcade. Yeah, he, he got an Atari prototype cart, like not final cartridge, right. while they're developing the game. Yeah, just a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago, kind of cool. Yeah, you never find something like that here. No, you don't really find anything too cool here. Well, and then Metal Jesus, that friend of his that found the orange crystal Xbox original Xbox that was well the, the the thing is is if you're in the areas like okay yeah Metal Jesus they're up there in Washington Microsoft <laughs> is based there Nintendo's based there me Atari is you know where Atari was based at well yeah but I mean there's still a lot of people there who still got their crap and that's less than less than a three hour drive from me I mean 
you know, and I had a feeling I was going to find something there at some point. I just had to have the reason to go there. And, you know, you, you start hunting in those areas where, like, I mean, did you guys ever have any place that distributed up there, like Mattel? I mean, did they have a factory or? Would have been Toronto, like, I bet, if anything, so an hour from here, but. Yeah. See, that's a place where I would go hunting. I would try to find some suburbs there. Like, if you're just on a whim, like, you know, hey, you're going to go there for another reason, that would be a place because, you know, you figure when that factory closed down or the warehouse closed down, a lot of that shit had to be liquidated somewhere. So there's people who probably have a lot of crap that's just sitting around. You could get lucky there. I mean, that's if you're looking for hot hot spots, that's where I always go. The way I think about it's, Toronto, though, is there's like so that. many sharks picking that area over. Because mm-hmm. I went garage in the one there once and found essentially nothing. I found a PS3 controller that was broken and I was able to fix it. And that's mm-hmm. the only thing I found there. I mean, it was, a, it was 50 cents, but still. Yeah, but that's where so, we're talking it out of the house comes into Mississauga, play. Somewhere around Mississauga area. Yeah, we have game companies in the area now. Yeah. But not really distributors. Not no. Like, we have Rockstar as a presence, EA, Ubisoft. Yeah. But that doesn't really help us now. <laughs> All right. So, Chris, anything you're selling that's interesting? Um, I'm selling a bunch of Nintendo powers. I just haven't listed them yet. Curtis came into a... What's that? I said you already checked with Curtis. Uh, well, he has a... He has a little collection. It was his second... No, I didn't check with him. They were his. Oh, he, okay. uh, a, a buddy of him gave him a lot of early issues, like one through 40 or something. And, uh, of course, I poached one really quickly because it was the... It was the retail copy, and I only had the I subscriber copy. Yeah, so now I have both. It's um, a power variant. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the original copy was uh, sent out to um, the first issue. If you were a, a subscriber, if you were in the Nintendo fan club, right, you used to get those. Because before Nintendo Power, there was that Nintendo fan club. It was a real thin Nintendo Power. You know, there's like about... I think there's like six or seven issues of that. Maybe maybe a little more. But um, if you were a subscriber to that, you got the first issue for free. And uh, it said sample copy on it. And then after that, of course, they had the their subscriber slash newsstand <laughs> copy. With it actually had the price on it that said $3.95 or whatever. And it actually came with a few more pages, too. Like, uh, I believe it was four more pages. But it's it's pretty neat. When I was looking, at it, I was like, "Man, the color looks off on this." And I, so I set them side by side. And I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's why." So they changed the color, the 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 label. I mean, the the cover, the colors changed a little bit. Of course, you know the size free samples or something was it? No, every yeah, it's all the same. It's the same that way. But <clears throat> it's you know obviously Instagram. right. Well, I mean, it's up on a shelf too. One could have been uh, curved a little bit. But anyway, so I'm selling that and a few other items for them. Because initially I was just going to do it to help him out, but um, actually found it something he needed. I'm not going to spoil it, though, but... Um, a pedal so. for a miracle piano. No, that that we already did that. I traded him that last time. <laughs> I remember there was something about it. I couldn't remember if was, he didn't know there was a pedal. That was someone else, I think. Yeah, yeah. some people don't even realize there was a pedal to the uh, Miracle Piano. I actually had two Miracle Pianos, and both of them were complete. One's in the box, one wasn't. So I was going to sell it, and then we were sitting there talking, and he was telling me, like, that's the only thing. he Like, he had never seen a pedal. He knew they existed, but he hadn't seen it. And then when you look them up on eBay, they're always thrashed. Okay. He thought, he thought it was going to be big. 
but it's really like this little tiny i mean it's smaller than a mouse or like yeah, this remote control small. here it's very small very thin and uh, we ended up working out a trade so i was like dude come on let's work this out because <laughs> he had <laughs> he had some stuff that he didn't need and it worked out pretty good but um so yeah that's pretty much it that's all i'm selling all right cool charlie anything you're selling of interest no, I kind of just sold. I had a few listings up on Kijiji, but I keep meaning to go check your listings. And I never remember. I saved your Kijiji profile. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I had a Genesis up there. Um, I sold an N64 recently, uh, but yeah, I just took all that stuff uh, tonight. Some of it, the, the leftover stuff, and then mm. the rest. Oh, I traded uh, quite a bit of stuff at the Guelph Swap too. That was a couple okay. weekends yep, ago. Yep. I remember you guys did a video on um, that. I had some NES stuff. And Master System that I traded for a stack of NES stuff that I needed. Yeah, I, I actually that. got a really good deal on, so I was pretty happy with that. But no, nothing right now. Not until uh, garage sale season kicks up, then I'll be <laughs> in full swing of Kijiji ads. Are you going to Barry? April 7th, I think it is. Okay, so... Matt wants to go, I saw that. Oh yeah, Matt always wants to go. Um, <laughs> I saw you did that. And SummerSlam is that day. <laughs> that I'm doesn't like, matter. Or, or, yeah, not SummerSlam. Um, WrestleMania yes, usually winds up with it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we're gonna <laughs> wrestling go, but... will be there another time. If you can just watch yeah, the next day. I'm like all pumped. I'm like gonna we're gonna have like a little WrestleMania party. You could do it one day later. It won't matter as long as no one spoils it on I you. I think we'll most likely go as long as we leave there by like I don't know three. We should be fine. It's no so, problem. Yeah, because yeah, it it it, it, start, it has a fucking two hour pre show. So yeah, you'll be fine. The the main stuff won't be till late. Especially you guys are an hour ahead or three four hours ahead. So it'll. Three, three hours ahead. Three? Okay. Yeah. So You're five. I, I, John was four hours ahead or whatever. Somebody. Right? So you guys are three. Yeah, John. Uh, well, the low sack or whatever the hell the name of that town yeah. is. Yeah, Halifax area. We'll yeah. just say that. Sack. Yeah. Who the hell names a town that? <laughs> come on. Oh, is it like, Lower Saxville. Oh, okay. Yeah, but come on, man. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. Low sack. <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> was that like the retirement community? Middle Saxville too. Yeah, exactly. Oh. You got your retirement community. That's the low sack, you know, because they're older. The sack, the lower. Is it you got the middle sack, middle age. It's Nova Scotia. We'll just yeah, yeah. All right. What the hell were we just talking about? I can't remember what we're selling. All right. So oh, yeah. uh, you, you, nobody's selling nothing. Let's go to the next Pretty one. Much. That's kind we'll of funny. We're not really. I don't know. I have the odd thing trickle out now that I'm actually posting eBay ads again, but. That's about it. All right, tip corner. Any buying and selling tips? Anything that people do that annoy you or or uh, help out even? Um, or where to find deals? Charlie? Um, yeah, I've kind of blown through a lot of my tips when it comes to finding stuff. Yeah, we've said lots already. but Yeah, I, I really just rely on garage sales now. I don't do a whole lot of hunting at thrift stores, pawn shops. Um, it's almost like I, I get that, that, that it's just scratched through the garage sale months of, of hunting for me. Yeah. And then these months turn into cataloging, playing. Uh, <laughs> I keep a specific shelf of like the stuff that I keep from that year's yeah, garage sale. And it just finally, I finally put it all away. Cause I'll go through and like try the games out. Um, I clean and test them all before they get on that shelf. Okay. And I enter them into my database, but then it's like a matter of transferring them and finding room, which is always fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm definitely at the point where I probably need to expand shelving somewhere. I still have room for shelves, but I'm out of like 
shelf roof. Yeah. If that makes sense. So do you have a specific shelf you buy, by the way? Are you standard? Like all your shelves are the same or anything? No, or it's a mess because okay. for the longest time you couldn't find anything good in Canada. And the first two shelves I bought were while I was in Florida at Best Buy and hauled them all the way back. Oh my God. Um, they were those uh, Atlantic site, yep. something Atlantic. They're on Amazon now. Amazon yeah. Is, so yeah. They're, they hold, they're about that size. Atlantic and super, Elite. Super thin. Yep. Uh, so that's what I started <clears throat> with. Um, and then I made some custom ones where it's a mix of Chris wood and, the and sheet metal. Yeah. And then the, the wall is actually just the back. But they're really like okay. low profile, so the game sticks out about an inch. Yeah, that's, that's I, I prefer. I I hate shelves with wasted space, man. Me you too. Deep I, shelves. Yeah, because all you end up doing is just sticking a bunch of crap in front of it, and then it becomes cluttered. Yeah, I know. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I do have some bookcases still, but yeah, yeah, I know that's a pet. <clears> I got that one too. for free on Kijiji. That's a good shelf. It was literally like two two blocks away. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen I wish it was black. I've seen these in smaller version, I think. And then that's just something. Actually, that was in the house when I moved in or my old apartment. It was in my old apartment when I moved in. <laughs> you know, I have thought about paying and getting some proper shelving done. Uh, I don't plan on moving ever, and I don't plan on getting a, rid of my collection. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also very cheap. I have a buddy who just made his own shelves. Actually, two of them now. One guy just One guy started it, and the other guy did the same thing. And he did video on how to do it, too. Yeah, I made I made my own with my dad, and I did a video on it. But it's, it, you know what, it looks pretty. It good. has no back to it. You use the wall as yeah. the back, and then you just basically do like a two by or two by two or two by four. I can't remember two by two or four by four. I can't remember. No, it's two by two. Two by two, and then across another two by two, and you set your how high you need it depending on whether what type of game. So my dad's a sheet was was a sheet metal worker, and I used sheet metal strips that he custom like. So it's got a lip. It's like bent. It's like that. Basically. Okay. Um, yeah, it worked out really well. We spray painted it all black. Yeah, they turned out really well. I'm pretty happy with them. But I guess I'm thinking like, you know, nicely done white. I, I would like everything in white. Okay. If I could. Because it'll disappear with the wall kind of thing? I don't know. Or... I just kind of like that look. Okay. I, either black or white is what I picture. I have right, right now. It's kind of really kind of thrown together. Like I have those like just crappy hardware store white shelves with those bracket things. A lot, like I don't have yeah. nice floating shelves like that. These floating shelves are all from garage sales. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, so, every single one of them. That's a lot of them. Yeah, it is. Uh, um, so <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about it, like bringing some, getting somebody to create proper shelving, and like the whole Instagram thing factors in because I see people's <clears> pictures. <throat> it's like, you know, really nicely done and mm -hmm. has that nice aesthetic. Where yeah, yeah, it doesn't so, have to look that way. But no. if you do the shelving the way you want. You're going to fit more in too, right? Yeah. Because right now it's a hodgepodge, then things aren't lining up. And you, right. yeah. Yeah. If I can do like, and like floor to ceiling, you know, it's mm -hmm. like a whole bunch of wasted space, basically. Yeah. But the stuff you have on top of your shelves now, you'll have to find somewhere to put then. Right. That's true. But you could make custom shelves. I would have to bring somebody in that. and like totally go through and design it. And, and then you're talking 20 grand or something right. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cost me a couple garage sale seasons. Yeah. No doubt. I was gonna, yeah. Anyway, uh, okay, we're done. Tip, no, we're done. We're on tips. We're on me now. Um, so a tip that's not really the tip we normally give. Uh, I noticed, and Chris noticed too. I think that uh, eBay was flipping your buy it now listings to have best offer on them as well, and just right. And they're doing yeah, it with it. Oh, okay, so 
now when you're listing, especially if you're in mobile, I can't really talk yeah. too much about desktop because I don't usually post with the desktop. Now I have to find myself going in and fixing it with the desktop. But yep. during the mobile app, they've mm -hmm. removed a lot of options because they've they think they streamlined it, but in reality, all they've done is added more added more steps for the seller. Yeah. So um, the immediate purchase isn't on the app no more. Like immediate payment required. Now you have to go to the website to click on that. They're defaulting to auction. So you have to like, it, I mean, you're still on the screen, but it's already pulling up to an auction and suggested price. Yeah. So now you got to click on buy it now. And then that's already started with a suggested price. So you got to race that type in what you want. And then best offers um, checked with. A it's suggested. already default to mm -hmm. best offer. There's also even this other stupid thing like this easy pricing where they start to reduce the price for you. Oh, God. That one isn't being defaulted on. But if you're not paying attention at that very last step, they ask you, hey, do you want to use this? If you happen to click yes, you're, oh each week God. goes by, they're going to lower it a dollar. Well, it goes by a percentage. So if you got a $100 item, they might be lowering it by $3 once a week. So you got to make sure that's off. And so now you've gotten everything right, right? You've listed everything right. You've gone through, yeah, because you're taking multiple steps now. Now you're not, you can't just do it on the app no more. The yeah. shipping is shipping is screwy. I mean, if you really want to fine tune shipping, you, the shipping details, or like the item, the condition, the, the condition details, you used to be able to put two separate details: one for your condition, and then also in the main details where you're giving an overall synopsis. You don't have to necessarily use the other. Well, now that other one's eliminated. The only way you can use that is on the website. So. Now, now you've done all that, right? You think you've gotten everything <laughs> set and it's done and you've published it and everything's good to go. Yeah. And then eBay being as helpful as they are, they'll send you a little email saying, congratulations. Now your item is more likely to sell. Great job. Now it's listed as buy, like make offers. So yep. now you got to manually go back through and you can, you can change it, but it's still, it's still a fucking but, step. And it's irritating. They should give me an option to not have that ever happen. Now I, well, I'm checked by default. I'm gonna suspect that what they're gonna tell you, because I haven't made this call yet, because I know I'm gonna get angry and I know it's gonna take a while to get through this call. Yeah. Um, I suspect what's gonna happen is they're gonna want you to go through and set up like a bold like a like a generic um but it's gonna cost you so many steps. Like a generic form where these are my options save. Okay, so yeah. every time so you business, start right, goes, business policy, right? So you're, but then every time you you won't be able to clone ads no more. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So now you're gonna have to go through and select every little category. It's music. It's whatever. You know what I'm saying? It, they're gonna add, no matter what happens, it's gonna add steps to the process. When before, and I'm so mad. The only reason my my because I don't even update the app the app no more because of this. Because I'm always afraid they're gonna slip something in. But see, I got a new phone. <laughs> and I wasn't able to back it up off my computer because I don't know. I must have put in some fucking encryption thing, and I couldn't remember what I put in. And uh, I don't even remember doing it to be honest. You no, know, if it was an Android, yeah. you could just load the APK, no problem. An old version. Uh, you know what? <laughs> they 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 tell me that Wait, too with what? uh with iOS that you can go through and re-download it, but and re-download a, a an older an older version, but I have yet to been able to do it. But it doesn't matter. It's still, they're going to, eventually what they'll do is they'll stop supporting it. At yeah. some point, they'll stop supporting the old app. And 
so everybody's got a bitch is what it is everybody has to bitch you have to you have to send complaints in complaints everybody has to do it because if you don't it's just going to be then they're going to think everything's fine because yeah. i've already fired off an email bitching of course it just went to some whatever but yeah. everybody's got to do it you gotta everybody's got to band together and spend the 20 minutes on the phone it's going to take call up and if they just keep getting flooded with this they'll adjust it because they did this to me once before they um they did an updated of a version of the app and uh, it it eliminated a few things and I called up and complained and lo and behold somehow my version like on my phone like I don't know what that guy did he must have went into some settings on their end and it brought back the instant payment required there was two things that they took off before hmm. and I got rep on the phone I I'm, I must have went through IT or something. And I haven't been able to get back through because I've only tried it once. And this lady was dumb. And well, it wasn't that she was dumb. She just didn't know what I was talking about. So I need to try it again. But I mean, if enough people complain, you know, because if they don't, they're going to assume everybody likes it. And it's fucking garbage. It is yeah. literally garbage. It's it's the worst update they've ever done. I got to listen to that podcast that I listened to, that Scavenger Life podcast, because they have an eBay store with 8,000 items. So oh, how are those people taking Oh, this? God, that's got to be a nightmare. Pissed. That's got to be a nightmare. Can you imagine if they sent you something saying a thousand of your items are now accepting offers? <laughs> and what sucks is is um, I had noticed it last year. I would I started sending this guy offers on something, and he just kept declining. Yeah, you them. mentioned that. So, so finally, I, I emailed him. I'm like, hey, bro, like, I mean... I'm not trying to bug you, but what's your what do you what's your bottom line? He goes, I didn't even want this. eBay switched it to that, and I'm like, okay, fair enough, and I just left him alone. I think that happened to me recently. Yeah, I was buying a Neo Geo controller. Yeah, I remember you saying you wanted one, and I kept on doing the submit offer right under like it was like I don't know sixty five bucks, and I was like sixty three. <laughs> and it kept rejecting it instantly. Oh, they so can I set wonder, up automatic rejections. Well, like, see that that's number, if, if he had set it up sixty five. No, no. See, see what you what you probably did is you probably just had some asshole seller who was trying to get into the search engine for okay. best offers. Well, that's so he he probably purposely did that because by default eBay won't do that. They'll typically typically go like thirty percent is the standard. View it before he. Right, yeah. he would have to review it. He that guy was just an asshole. He probably set it for one penny less or, just to or get he could have also had eBay flip it to best offer enabled, and he just typed the number that he would minimum accept as the actual buy it now. Yeah, but either way, it's still a it came back a minute later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that guy wasn't he. Yeah, he wasn't looking to deal. I think he was just purposely trying to get into a different yeah, that's, search that's engine. Possible. Because that's what's that's clever, but it's kind of dirty too. Yeah, so. Well, no, because what ends up doing it becomes a frustrating experience for the buyer. I'm less like I'll go buy it for a dollar more from someone else if they're an asshole. I don't care. Like, I mean, at that yep. point, I don't want to give my money. Yeah. You know, I mean, the whole thing is they're trying to make a like. Here goes my tip: try to make it a positive experience for the buyer as well. You know, a lot of people get defensive and they're always angry when a buyer tries to ask them questions because I've had people come back at me rude typing all caps and just acting like a jerk when I'm actually just trying to be interested in your item. And then it's fine. If you don't want me to buy it, I won't. I don't care if you think I'm bothering you. You don't have to. You, you're, you're under no obligation to reply. But if you do be professional about it. And I'll tell you, um, it also helps when you have an issue because um, I sold a DVD player recently 
one of that Disney DVD player that I had listed for media mail. So Johnny, if you're listening, it went out media mail and, it, <laughs> and there was no problem. Um, U S shipping. But anyways, yeah, I see. It's not, a, you know, don't worry about the Canadian thing. It's a topic for well. last month. <laughs> right. Um, so, um, she messaged me right away. You could tell by the way she was typing. She was a little annoyed. She was saying that it, did, it wouldn't power on. And she's tried it and she's tried it and it won't power on. Like she was really kind of agitated. So, you know, I don't ever admit fault because I know it was tested. So I don't start off with like, I'm not sorry. I didn't do anything wrong. But what I'll do is like, oh, well, um, can you explain to me what's going on? Have you tried? I gave her some helpful suggestions. I was like, you know, it's like just f bear with me here because I'm trying to help you because I did test it and I tested it multiple times as you can even see in the picture I was like are you sure it's plugged into an outlet that's working like maybe the outlet's hooked to a light switch that might prevent it you know you have to have the switch on or what I suspected was she put the AV cables in wrong she had the video going into the audio and the audio going into the video so when she's pushing the button, nothing's coming up on the TV. That's kind of what I suspected was happening. But anyway, so I just said, you know, why don't you try a couple things and then get back to me? And of course, like two minutes later, she's apologizing. Oh, I don't know why, but it's working now. Yeah, I know why it's working because you weren't doing it right. But <laughs> and she gave me great feedback and she was happy with it. But I mean, sometimes just take a minute because when you get someone who says something isn't working, of course, you're immediately going to get defensive. You're annoyed. You don't want to have to deal with this especially when you know you've tested it um, and you assume because, well, I do. I always assume something's up and they're trying to, they're trying to scam. They got buyer's remorse, something like that. Uh -huh. So, uh, but I try not to go in into it with the mindset that they're lying. I try not to, because that puts you in a, it's going to come across when you're applying to them. So I try to be helpful and she was fine and everything worked out, but you know, maybe you don't, like reply immediately because <laughs> if my immediate reply yeah. is fuck you, I've heard like, people say that before. You don't, you don't know what you're talking about. I know it's right. I you know I could have got really snipe you know snippy with her. I just took a few minutes and I and I came back at her politely and and of course it was her. I knew it was her. I knew it. I'm like come on, <laughs> like it didn't get broke. I knew I shipped it right. I packed it well. It's not gonna not work. It just couldn't have stopped working yeah. be <laughs> between here and there. And one other return that I thought was funny recently, um, I sold uh, this little, uh, you know, it's like a little mini cabinet arcade. It's vintage. Uh, it's this is Dracula. It's a little tabletop, right? Okay. And somehow I actually ended up with two of them. It's just random. One I got through a Craigslist deal, and one I got from a friend who got it at a swap meet. Um, but I tested them both, and they're both fine. And I know they're both good. So I sent it to her. And she took a while to get back to me. She said she was sick or something. And so she's like, you know, I, the only reason I bought it is because it, it was supposed to work. And this was my childhood toy. And I was so happy to get it. Like, she was upset. I could tell she was. So I'm like, I was like, listen, good luck to you. Good luck for you because I actually have two of them. <laughs> so why don't you just go ahead and send that one back and I'll swap you out. No problem. Because I knew it was fine. But I'm going to leave it up to her to pay the shipping. And it's like, you know what? I got like 100 bucks out of her. I don't mind shipping it back. For, you know, because I tried to troubleshoot it with her a little bit. And she couldn't. She, she said it still wasn't working. And I, I knew it was working, though. I, just I was like, you know what? I'll swap you out. The second one. 
That well, yeah, I mean. but you know what? Um, eventually, but those returns don't part because she already waited a month to get back to me. She only got up to sixty days, so yeah, I could have dragged it out. I could have. It was going to take her probably a week to get to me. I could have held it for another week and then shipped it back at the very last possible second. <laughs> you know what I mean? But. I, I figured there was also the chance she'd be lazy and not do anything, and that's exactly yeah. what happened. Lazy, okay. she didn't send it back, and there you go. Or she got Changed it working. the batteries, and it worked fine. Right, or she got it working. Because, you know, I mean, definitely test your electronics, because there is a good chance they might not work. You know what I mean? Like, double-check them. You assume just because something's clean or whatever that, of course, it's going to work, but... Take the time. I mean, with video games, a lot of them, you know, like I'm not going to play a 40 hour RPG to make sure it goes all the right. way through. No, you know, <laughs> no. It's, not gonna it's not worth it. You know, it it only takes a few minutes to pop some batteries in the average <clears throat> electron. So take the time. Yeah. All right. Uh, I had some questions about garage selling tips for you guys to answer. I just don't know if I want to keep going too much longer, like more and more and add more stuff. If you like it. I have so well, many we can skip story time too, or from listeners. Yeah, we'll we'll do the tips, but we'll just skip the story time. How about that? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, so negotiating tips in garage sales, I said, does it change how you negotiate uh, with it being unlikely that you'll ever see the person again? Yeah, it does. I might be a little more, uh, a little less patient, but um, I, honestly, I I I typically, if I'm in another area. How it'll change is I'll tell them I'm not, I'm never, I'll, you probably never see me again. Cause sometimes they'll be like, well, come back. And I'll just let them know I don't live in this area. I'm less likely to ever come back here. But if we can make the deal right now, I'm not, I don't like turn into a jerk or anything, but I'm a little more final about it, you know? Whereas if I know I might be back in that area, maybe I'll leave that door open, leave them the number. But if it's a whole nother city that I'm very unlikely to ever come back to anytime soon, I'll make sure to let them know that. I'll straight up say I'm not from around here and I'm not coming back because I'll just lie. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> to try and get them to come down on the price. Well, not to come down necessarily, I guess. Or even to bring it out for right. that matter. That's yeah, more yeah. in that case. Um, you know, come back next weekend. Oh, I'm not from this area because I know that I'm not coming back next weekend. Right? Yeah. Like even I'm, if it's, even if you're in Waterloo, it's right. still a 25 minute drive or a 20 minute drive or whatever it is. I've tried that. It, it, it just doesn't work out. You know, yeah. they're like, oh, we're going to have it out at next weekend's sale. And I've gone by and the doors are all closed. Yeah. And I'm like, or it do rains. I, do I go knock on the door? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, to, I'll just be like, oh, no, I'm not I from, did that one from time, around this area. But I went to, I was at, at a, I was on Kijiji and there's sales and I was jumping between sales, like just the general area. And then I get to the one and the, there's supposed to be video games there and the doors not even open. There's, door, there, there's no sale. Yeah. So I knocked on the door and said, oh, it said there's going to be video games here. And the dad answers like, oh, that was my son. He was going to have a sale. He's still in bed. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. You so know he I... went, got the son and said, you said you were going to have a garage sale. Your ad is still up. Get down here and sell some games to this guy. That's funny. You know what I will do that I get annoyed sometimes when people say they're going to have a sale and they don't open up and they just yeah, don't have it. I'll lay too. on my horn while I... It's, it's even worse <laughs> if they still have signs. <laughs> I have never done that. <laughs> If they have signs up, that's even worse. Like, say, it's signs from last weekend, and I didn't even know. Oh, I hate or, that. I or people leave for signs. They put up. the signs up but never open the sale. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, uh, does it change how you negotiate based on the person's age or how familiar they are with games? Um, I just fill people out. I mean, if their age comes into play. But I've had some older people who were 
fucking hardcore negotiators. So I see that. I actually find are more likely to be. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't like to take anybody likely based on anything, really. It's just more about how they carry themselves and, and how they respond to me is kind of where I come at with the negotiation. Mm-hmm. Typically, a good negotiator will tip their hand. They'll let you kind of know where they're at before you even say a word. So for in my experiences and and also uh, you do some probing questions before you even get to the negotiation, you know. I mean, typically, if they'll throw out a price from the get-go, or, I don't know, you could just see. I mean, a lot of times, it's just feel, but, I mean, I don't usually base based on the age, because I've been so surprised. Like, I had an older lady who I thought was going to give me everything for five bucks hit me with, like, a hundred. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. I mean, you're you're not wrong, but, you know what I mean? Let's Let's, let's get it down a little bit, you know? And yeah. she she did she she came down but it wasn't no easy it wasn't an easy mark where I've had someone who I thought for sure would know their shit and it's like oh yeah five bucks take it all you know so it's and that comes down to sometimes they just want it gone right yep even and if they do know people, what it's worth but... well but some people you would assume their age you would assume they would be a little more knowledgeable with eBay or something and they're just out of the fucking loop they just look at it as garbage. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. They just think of it as like, who would want that? I got a PS4 over here. I got an Xbox One. Why would you want that? Yep. Just take it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and especially you know, so... out of the sale, if they don't even think to like, sell it, right? If they don't yep. even think that this is something that someone wants, like, then they're most likely gonna sell it to you for for cheap. And that's what happened with the. I don't know. Was I talking about that Super Nintendo find? No, that was at the store earlier. Okay. Where I found that. So my best find last year was that bin full of uh super nintendo and nes stuff and again i, I got the money ready it was a, a wife um in the driveway with i don't know 20 different items and i forget so we approached a sale and i said hey we're looking for older video games went through my spiel um she said my husband has some stuff but i don't know if he wants to sell it so i assumed that he wasn't home and I was I like, oh, saying this would you mind, would you mind giving him a call? And, you know, if you can, if you're willing to bring it out, I'll make, make you an offer and you can present him with the offer. She's like, oh no, he's inside. <laughs> so she goes inside and then I get the money ready. Um, I think she said N64, but it ended up being a bin. I could see a Super Nintendo and an NES. Um, I forget exactly why I got into the story, but uh, <laughs> I remember that video. That it was, was a nice, age, very age, nice video. Age not knowing or yeah, so I, I I don't know. I just had I had fifty dollars in my mind as soon as I saw this the two systems and I saw a couple games there, right? And then yeah, yeah, he took the fifty dollars gladly. I, I think it's because I was talking about how it wasn't out at the sale. Mm, and, yes, uh, and accepting you know, lower prices. Right, he was probably just sitting in the basement. They didn't even think to bring it out. <laughs> to put in the driveway for this sale so he was like oh 50 yes. bucks great like he was more than happy and I, I i guess i should touch on that's my thing in the last couple of years i want to get stuff as cheap as i can but still have the person who's selling be happy with what they got mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah so if i offer someone 20 bucks and they're reluctant and they're like oh i guess then i i, I will often like okay how about 30 and they're like okay, oh, okay. But, you know, if, if I offer them 50, they're like, oh, yeah, sure. And then then fine. Or gotcha. if I offer them 20 and they're like, great, you know, so. 
Gotcha. Yeah. If, okay. they, if they look hesitant, then you're just like, then okay, I'll, I'll just up. put on a little more. I'm going to make money anyway, so right. I might as well make them comfortable with it. And I had that issue with a, an older lady. I got a nice score <clears throat> of nice N64 stuff. This is a lady who still played Zelda all the time. Yeah, we're talking Really good stuff. Um, and I started with the 20, and she was kind of like, oh, okay, there was a Conkers in there. Um, and I think I ended up giving her... 40, I gave her another 20 bucks. So she was happy with that. Like I said, as long as she, as long as the seller was happy. Well, and you say you go to garage sales and you often see the same people selling every year. Yeah. So if someone has a bad experience buying from you or sorry, selling to you and you see them again the next year and the next year right. and they keep seeing you and they're not going to give you another deal. Yeah. They're not even going to give you another sale. Yeah, it's funny. I remember people. I, I have a better memory than I realize for certain sales. Because I'll be like, oh, remember, I'm back again. Remember last year? Yeah, you I remember you, you saying those... that in some videos. Like, yeah. I remember this house. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll, or I'll say to people, like, oh, we have games we're not selling. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll see you next year. And then often I do, right? Like, Especially those community sales, right? Yeah, That's where they for are the sure. most. Yeah, I was going to say about the age thing, the one touchy area for me is kids. Um, yeah, yeah that's, that's a little rough. Yeah, I always like to, if a kid's selling something, like I bought a Game Boy Color, it was pretty beat up, and I asked the kid how much, and they said five bucks, so then I'll say to the parent, is that okay with you kind of thing, I'll run it by okay. the parent, yep. that's typically... Yeah. I'm the, I'm the same way with that, I don't I don't like to buy from children unless their parents are right there, because right. that's dirty, it's yeah. and I won't negotiate with them either, if, if they say the price, then that, I'll either buy it or not buy it, I mean, it'd have to be like something really good for me to break that rule. And I never have. Cause I just, yeah. I don't want to be a dick. You know, that's not cool. On like, the flip was... side of that, we were having a garage sale here two years ago, I think. Mm -hmm. And Andrew came by, but aside from that, some kid came by on his bike yeah. and I was selling a game boy advance, not SP, just a regular game boy advance. I think I might've had like 20 bucks on it or something like that. I think I ended up selling it to him for like $7. Cause that's what he had on him. Oh, I'm really? like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. Kijiji had an hour later. Oh no! Oh, he got an you. An hour later, Dude, and he was like you. on the other side of Fisher Hallman from here. Oh, <laughs> should have bought it back. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've had that that too, right? So I'm reluctant at times to give people more money because I've had the situation where I think I bought it was like a Atari or an Intellivision, and I gave the lady more than. Uh, she, I think she said, oh, just give me 20 bucks. And she was super nice. And it was a good box of stuff. So I was like, oh, here's 40. And of course, I got home and it didn't work. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, like, she got suspicious. Like, why are you offering me more? How much is this really worth? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's another factor, right? Um, oh, yeah. it didn't work. All right. Well, we have story time here. I'm going to skip story time all except for um, just I tried out uh, Gixen.com, G-I-X-E-N, which is uh, an eBay auction sniper app. I tried it out on the DJI goggles that I was telling you about. For So for eBay, you can enter your maximum bid, and it'll put it in with the last few seconds of the, of the auction. Okay, and you tried it with the goggles? Yeah, someone had an auction on the goggles, so I got I the goggles. You like... <laughs> You were wearing the goggles. No, no, no. Wearing the goggles. this app out. No, no, no. I was like, how's that helpful? That would be interesting. Gotcha. You're, it's VR. Okay. You're in there. No, uh, I, I got the goggles yeah, for gotcha. what I think okay. would be a better price. Because you just avoid the fighting back and forth. Okay. Right? Everybody can already go on eBay to an auction item and enter their max bid. Mm -hmm. But when you get emotional about it, you're just going to keep increasing your max bid, Right. Right. And that's what this avoids is people increasing it. Well, but also you you might not be there at the end and that's you might true, not true. want to yeah. drive. But the, but the, the positive of a Skype, a sniping app is 
let's say your max bid is $20. If you put that $20 in early, now you're giving the guy something to shoot for, and he yeah. might keep going, 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 going to find it. Whereas if your max bid goes in at the very last second, he doesn't. Ha- he might not jump to twenty dollars. He might go seventeen and be out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. It, but you know, there's a lot it's of people essentially just, making it a silent auction. Everybody puts in their bids. Yes. Right. And if everybody's using it, you're right. If everybody's using it. But the thing is, there's always. I mean, if, truly, is if you really want, if that's your strategy, you always just go to whatever, whatever is your highest. That's yeah. it. If yeah. if your highest is that. Cause you can slippery slope that shit. Cause I've done it. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. well, if I'll go 50, why wouldn't I go 51? That's the thing. I go, so... And I go, if I go 51. Why not 50? Next thing I know it's you know, $330. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like... It was this, there was this Lego set on eBay that I, after I got the goggles, I thought I'd try the auction thing again with this Lego set that I saw. The Lego set sells for 600 bucks, sells for 600. It's a really uncommon limited edition. Uh, it was sealed. Uh, Lego four-wheel drive remote control crawler. It was a custom one-off that they made. They took, uh, they had a, a real Lego set of this crawler, and they took submissions for people to submit in their own designs for it. Mm-hmm. Like, what pieces do you want it to build in, and how do you want it to build? And somebody won that, and they made that actual set that he okay. designed. And then they made this limited edition box, and it sells on eBay for six hundred Canadian. So there was one that was going for two fifty or something like that. It was around 250 and I said, okay, my max is 300. No, 350, I think I said. 350 is my max. So I put it in the bit in the sniper app and I just let it go and somebody beat me by like a penny or whatever. You know what I mean? But that makes me think he had already typed his number in and his was probably 400 or something. Right. And I wasn't going to go that high anyway. Right. So I was happy that I just put my max and I'm comfortable with my max, yep. right? Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I got a quick question that's related to this but have you guys tried facebook ads like for like looking for video game type things somebody told me i think somebody messaged me and said like that's like a a real so you buy an ad yeah like you're you put out a facebook ad mm-hmm. saying that you're looking for certain things but did they just well, go to it... marketplace and put an, an ad there no i think this ad that's would like show a paid sponsor you, you can you can run ads you can you can run ads just you can put your name up and put that um and it it can be good there's a lot of competition on that but i don't know about your particular area i mean the good thing would think of it this way if you can target a certain age group of yeah. people who might like women for instance i'm yeah. not trying to be like you know like I'm not trying to be biased awesome. or anything yeah right mom who's got her kids shit in the garage yeah she's on facebook and it just so happens to target her. If you could target your audience, obviously, if you're going for guys in their thirties, this a wasted money. Yeah. You're you're trying to target a particular group who might yeah. see this ad, and uh, it, yeah, it could it could pay off. I mean, usually resellers specifically, yeah, right. Usually, yeah, even, resellers do that. I still don't really even like the people who post a Kijiji ad saying, "I want these. I want video games." Yeah. Like, I don't even like seeing those ads still. No. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, but, I, but you're, I, it, you're like, not their... Like, games were harder to find. <laughs> I don't think they were. Audience, yeah. What's that? No, they do. You're not their target audience. And yeah, they do work. Right. Yeah. Those, those, uh, those ads do work because my, you know, Jay, who we had on the show, that's yeah. how he built his business was through, hey, I'll buy your games. And then people are yeah. like, well, I got games. And then they sell them to you. I mean, is it as good as it once was? Probably not, but 
you know, if you're putting out a wide net, that's just another option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's less likely to work on Kijiji because it's video game specific. Yeah. So you have to be in the video game section to see it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I so can that's see why that. I never really tried that. And you're already people who are on Kijiji probably are trying to make it a deal. Whereas on Facebook, they're just looking at whatever. Right. So yeah. maybe Facebook would be a better way to do it. Yeah. But I just well, hate I the paying Facebook. money to get stuff. That's what I don't I, like. Well, the other thing about the Facebook yeah. marketplace when you when you put up ads to sell stuff in the Facebook marketplace, um, when you go on like the generic, t- uh, like not even looking specifically for something, like if you just click like what's being sold in my area, mm-hmm. okay, that you know anybody could click on that. You know what I'm saying? Like any like some mom who's looking for kitchen knives. I found those are targeted. Those ads well, shows are targeted. I, it, not always because when I click on it, I see shit that I've never even searched for. I think it does that. a little mix of things that you maybe wouldn't normally look at that's, just in case. But that's that's kind of my point, though. Yeah, I think it's those like, will like, kind of yeah. those could those could bleed into other people's searches. Yeah, obviously it's going to target people who are specifically looking for it, but they do tend to bleed into others, and it doesn't cost anything. Like yeah. those are unbought. Like you could just. You could literally take a picture of something of a stack of video games and say, I want to buy this and just and that's free and just refresh it every few days, yeah. you know, or, or once a week. You know, it just takes a couple of minutes and it's not going to take that long. But yeah. you can get lucky. Those are just the ones I hate seeing. <laughs> yeah, I did it at one time and I don't think anything ever surfaced out of it. So I thought, ah, screw it. Yeah, it's like, like people were wanting too much money that did contact me. Like they were like, right, a collector who was trying to sell off yeah, his collection, and he I wants collector money, right? Like that's what I got. Yeah, out they of. annoy me too. Yeah, I think is- I think I did it like three years ago for uh, for like two months. I was like, I'll just leave this out up and see what happens. Yeah, nothing surfaced out of it. I don't right. think at all. Yeah, but if you're a good if you're a good salesman, like you know, he he <laughs> has a lot of experience at yard sales. Yeah, you know, everybody meets their match. You know what I mean? I think it's a matter of getting them or allowing you to come. It, it's got to be in person. Yeah, I was going to say, you'd, you'd probably prefer it in person, but what if you get there and it's shit? I guess that's a chance to take, right? Like, yeah, but also you could get there and like when he went to his buddy's house to pick up his battery three doors down or whatever, his yard sale. So sometimes <laughs> yeah, these opportunities yeah. somehow work out. You never know, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, this since this is story time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some of the shady things that i used to do when i first started <laughs> um one of the things i did like the first year i i did this was put up fake garage sale ads i think i remember you mentioning that <laughs> yeah so i'd put up like a, i'd put up an ad for like an area out of the way saying hey we're having and a video games and video games with video games so at the time like you know it was probably three or four guys who were looking for that stuff because yeah. it, was, it was years ago so um and i would let andrew um and <laughs> i would let him know i would like hey i put this ad up here so don't go to it basically where there was like one guy that we didn't like and we okay. wanted to get him away yeah. so that's what it was meant for so i'm sorry to all the people in kitchener <laughs> that uh, may have fallen for that but it's probably me no probably i think people far. still do it yeah, I think so too. It happens because I get to sales. It, it's it's happened to me where I'll check out a sale and it's just nothing there. I I I think there's times where I've gone to sales and there's nothing there and it's already sold, or they've even put uh, video games there just to get people there. 
they'll yeah. put video games, records, that kind of stuff that people are looking for just to get people to show up. Yeah, the people who are like serial garage sale. Yeah, the re- yeah. the reseller people. They'll know often. what yeah. people are looking for. Yeah. And also another thing that I don't know if you guys email. Do you ever did you ever email people saying, "Hey, do you have video games?" I tried it for a while yeah. and never really surfaced anything. Me neither. There was one time where I think his ad did say he had stuff, and I asked what it was, and I prearranged to go buy it. And then he, I got there, and he's like, I just sold it to that guy, which was Liquid Wayno. Do you remember? Do you know oh, that? yeah. And he'd sold it to him and his buddy. Yeah, I haven't seen him for a while. He's <laughs> no, great. I haven't seen him for a while yeah. either. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I always make a joke, like, oh, are you? Because I'll get a lot of times I'll be like, oh, or I'll get to a sale and I'll be like, oh, are you the guy that emailed me? Mm. Um, and once or once or twice, you just say yeah, yeah. And once or <laughs> twice, it's paid off. And I was like, yeah, that was me. He's like, because one time he was like, oh yeah, I've got the games in here. You're the guy that emailed me. I'm like, yep. And I spot. <laughs> yep, oh that was my me. god. Um, I tried it pretty hardcore for a while, like for yeah. like two summers ago, I think. I was just like emailing a bunch of ads. Yep. Could you, could you I was emailing ads that weren't even Yeah, that didn't games. say anything yeah. to games. I yeah. think I tried that for one year and gave and it's just like this yeah, is it wasn't dumb because it. you know what you do is you alert them to the fact if they do have video games that people are looking for them and then they can end up looking them up. And, and they're it, already on their computer. It's easy to look it up you. or yeah. their phone. So, yeah. And really it, it ends up screwing the people who actually come to the sale. Later. Yeah. So I'll make a joke and be like, "Oh no, those people are cheaters," or you know, like while I'm at the sale, because <laughs> a lot of times they're like, "Oh, did you? Are you one of the people that emailed me?" Because no, get out of bed and go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The next session is the <coughs> discussion topic, uh, collection update. Uh, this person and I already talk about our collections in the past and stuff, but um, we can ask at least you, Charlie. Um, do you track your purchases and sales? Which I already know the answer. No. No. I, I did at um, one point to justify <laughs> this to my wife. Yeah. Yeah. And within two months, she's like, okay, I'm off. She's, she was off my back. Because she I, saw the numbers were good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I wish you did because I want to compare. Yeah. I think this year I might. Okay. Um, I want you a, to. Just I make a big to, spreadsheet. But... Um, and before, like, I, I'd like to make it, yeah. I think I'm more likely to show that stuff on YouTube now and talk about that stuff. Because people are more comfortable with it. Right, right. I can see that. Um, so I, I saw in your uh, collection, your game room video, you had mentioned that 95% of it was free. Yeah. Was that it? Is that it? Now, come on. That's what you tell your wife, right? No. Th- <laughs> I, to be honest with you, it. I think it's all free. Like... The, 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 the kiosk. Let's say the, the, check the Dreamcast kiosk. Yeah. The four hundred dollars you had to pay out of pocket has since been well paid for, with flipping. Okay. Easily. Like with stuff you sell just later. on Kijiji, for example. Yeah. But how much do you sell in a week? When I was tracking it, when I was tracking it, on top of keeping what I kept, like for my on top of building my collection. Yeah, yeah. I was averaging thousands like in, in a season I, okay it was like between five and eight in a season, thousand okay. that i would make on top of what i kept so that's kijiji sales because you're not counting yeah. stores you got to trade in usually or no that's you're that's not getting cash like, for the stores that's so. just raw intake from cash okay um now that was i don't think i made that much last year or the year before um probably no probably close still uh, i'd say i average between five and ten um in terms of 
money that I make on the stuff that I'm not keeping. And then that all goes back into the collection. A lot of yeah. it this year went to quite a few RC cars, but <laughs> so like I'll even factor in like, you know, I bought these PS4 games, which I don't buy a lot of uh, newer gen games anymore. I get codes for a lot of stuff. I noticed so that's you been did great too. Um, but like everything, my bubble hockey machine, I've, I've factored that in. Yeah. And I'm even easily. I just say 95% to like check myself a little. Yeah. Bit, yeah. Just in case. Like, <laughs> but no, it's all, it's all free. Like it, it it is. I know it's hard for some people to believe, but I was checking Chris's facial expression there. <laughs> well, that's cool. Hey, okay. that's good, dude. Uh, I know this is probably not totally up to date, but your uh, collectors app, yeah, you, it shows five thousand six hundred and twenty-two games. Yeah, I th- uh, you'd sent me that link a long time ago for some games you were looking for or something. Yeah, I, was. Um, I need to go through this collectors app. I don't know what you guys use, but I, I love the collectors. I've been using app. collectors as well. I've been using yeah. it for years. Um, the fifteen dollar oh, fees. People, I get for one thing. I reached out to collectors app years ago. I've been like, hey, yeah. give me a freaking <clears> link <throat> that I can put on my videos um that i like get like a percentage for and i will oh, get you okay. so many and they just didn't want to do it huh. like, i get so like an many, affiliate link yeah yeah just an affiliate link give me a little percentage of each person who buys the app and like i could have sold them so many but they just didn't quite understand because the two people that i know of that have the some of the biggest collections at least with among friends is vg collectaholic and round two gaming uh-huh. and vg collectaholic uses collectors and so does round two gaming okay like i mean he's over it's 9, a nice app games. the problem with i need to do is i need to re-enter everything because yeah, you said that. they've had Jesus updates Christ. and like i have games that don't have cover art and stuff oh, and okay. I, I think i just need to do i need to go through and the plan was to do it this winter but i never got around to <clears> yeah i think we're um, and go through and just re-enter everything because when i do a collection I'll find all kinds of doubles and stuff that I missed. What if you did it by console? Would that save you anything? How easy is it to delete by console? Like, let's say, oh, that's let's how just I delete Wii and then re-add all Wii. Right. And now with, with stuff like Wii, the barcode scanner makes yeah, it a lot exactly. easier. Yeah, that's what I would do. Okay. Is just go through and re-add. Yeah, barcode makes it way easier. When they don't have a barcode, I dread it. I'm like, oh! It's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not fun. Yeah, yeah. I went through and redid all my Game Boy um just because i like all the images and stuff but yeah all right what else were we on here i was getting distracted with that uh yeah it's collection and stuff like that that was total gains for you um my collection update is i'm up 255 bucks um on my entire collection so this is my spreadsheet that i have yeah which i i have a template of it if you're interested in the template I, i would love that so this is everything that i've bought ever yeah, uh, dating back to 2015 or so, I think I have the. I would stuff. love to have this, but it just got it's it would have yeah. been unmanageable. It's yeah. just too much shit. Like this is my list. If you go to the bottom here, I've got 3,500 rows of stuff that I've like individual items I bought. If I do it in a bulk, if I do a bulk bundle, I list every single item in uh, it. See, I, I know I would try and do that. Uh, I don't know how long I could keep up with the volume of stuff I get. Yeah, yeah. Like I would most like I used to do it. Oh God, I used to do it in notes on my phone and I would kind of do it more by bundle. I can't remember how I did it, but I didn't do it for long because right. it was tough to manage. Let's see, your wife is calling. Does that mean we need to hurry or not? Yeah, I think she needs Tylenol or something. Oh, okay. She'll, but we may not necessarily need to hurry. She'll live. Okay. Um, so my total collection, I've got like, these aren't accurate because it's estimating how much things are worth, okay. but like how much I've actually purchased things for, we've got like, 
$20,000 worth of stuff total and $14,000 stuff that I'm keeping. Right. And then sales is, where the hell is sale? 20700 something like that. So you are up, you're I'm up, up 200. 255. Yeah. So everything in my collection is free <laughs> and I've got up 255 bucks. Yeah, so I can that, buy $250 worth of stuff. Doesn't that feel great? It like, does. It's awesome. I hate when it's red. I, I just feel like I have to sell stuff off. Yeah. I, I, I phrase it like I don't, I don't use family money. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the way I think of it. Yeah. That's the same thing I said as well. Oh, you wouldn't I believe like my father-in-law. They like, I, and that's the first thing when I bring someone down to the game room, I'm like, uh, I feel like I have to tell them that. Like, <clears throat> I don't spend every penny I own on, yeah, yeah. on this stuff. Like, I'm not some deadbeat that's wasting right. my money on video games. Right, yeah. Right. And you know what? That's part. <clears throat> that's the fun for me, right? Like, I do think sometimes am I more a collector than a gamer? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I, I think I, I enjoy the collecting aspect just as much as I do playing the games, for sure. See, and I don't even, I don't even keep that much. Yeah. My big drive is getting everything for free. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Like, look at my I have like four hundred and four hundred and fifty games is what I've got there, and that's a really small collection compared to most people that are collecting and or even buying and selling as much as I am, right? Right. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Listener questions. You can tweet hashtag DD Answers if you have any questions for us to answer on the next episode, or you can ask it in the Cartridge Club forums under the Dollar Dorks Podcast. Uh, thread or on youtube comments if you're watching this on youtube um i didn't know if you don't know if you knew this is be released on youtube as well by the way um so first question is from scott vg collectaholic he says do you tend to focus your collection uh on any given sorry do you fo focus your collection at any given time like a particular console a generation or do you tend to simply add whatever you find for a good price uh and grow your collection that way i think the i already know your answer you basically yeah. just grab whatever you find a good deal on keep what you need yep i keep everything i need um that i find at garage sales but i do go through phases where i'll focus on game boy dreamcast yeah um so if i'm at like a swap meet or something like that i will like look for games that uh, i need for the collection but that usually is dollar like bargain bins i'm, I'm usually looking for filler mm -hmm. when it comes to that stuff but as of late i've been buying some more expensive the nes games. you just did that with yeah i think i've realized that you know I understand that I'm, some games I'm just never going to find in a garage sale. And if I can find them for good deals. Or never just... a second time, like Panic Restaurant. Right. <laughs> right. But see, I feel like I could. there's a chance that I'll find a little Samson or Panic Restaurant more than I'll find some Sega Saturn games. True. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's just some stuff that you just don't ever see at garage sales. Yeah. Even Genesis around here. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's hard for us to find. I'm more likely to find NES games than I am Genesis. Yeah. Um, shit, what was I going to say? Oh, nah, I don't remember. Something I was thinking about was related to that. But anyway, what about you, Chris? Uh, well, it depends. I mean, if I'm buying on eBay, then yeah, I'll be more focused on what I'm buying. Like, I'll target. I'm looking for NES manuals or I was finishing my 64 set. But if I'm out, like, hunting at a yard sale, then I'll just buy whatever I come across. Since you finished, As N64, long as I want it or I can make some money with it. What's that? Since you finished N64, what are you doing next? See, I get that question. It's not really, it's not really how I collect. I mean, I, I'll, I was still actively getting Atari cards. I'm still actively looking for um, my uh, manuals for the Nintendo, the NES. Yeah. So it's not really. I mean, if I come across something interesting, I like. Like, I wasn't in the market for an Amiibo kiosk, but <laughs> I found one for a great price. So, and I really liked it, so I bought it. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's kind of like that. I mean, I would like to add some more Super Nintendo games. I mean, I'm at 
like 400 right now, but I'm not necessarily looking to complete the set. But if I do come across, especially if I come across them for cheap, even if they're filler titles for a buck or two, I'll I'll grab them if I need them. But do you uh, game I, I, at all? I do. Um, do you have a yeah. backlit Game Boy? I do. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was that yeah. was. Like, it wasn't until I got that backlight. <clears throat> I still haven't finished boy. modding mine. Do you remember when I came to your house to pick up that backlight? Oh, yeah. I still haven't finished it. it. I haven't yeah. done the Loka. I don't want to do the Loka glue yet. Oh, that's the Game Boy Color. Yeah, sorry. Game Boy Color yeah, backlight. Yeah, so it wasn't until I... When I got that, that's when I really got into Game Boy. Because I'm like, this thing's now playable. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, no... I- I, I got one backlit uh, a few years ago, but I mean, I've always enjoyed the Game Boy. I mean, you can always play them on SP if you need to as well, yeah. but or even uh, Super Game Boy on the Super Nintendo. But uh, yeah, no, I like Game Boy games. I really like to come across obscure Game Boy games. You know, like I pass on a lot of common shit that I don't care about because I'm not. Eh, I might regret it someday if I ever did go for a set, but um, I love coming across obscure Game Boy games. You know, mm-hmm. I come across, you know like a snow brothers or something like i didn't even realize they had that you know like right. i'm still discovering the game boy library you know what i mean that's why i went the nes there's still so many nes games that i i've never i didn't know this existed there's and my I nes actually, collection seven games yeah <laughs> i got crap on my last video because there was a bunch of games that i bought that i was like oh i've never actually heard okay, of this yeah, one yeah. let me know if it's any good and some guy of course is like this guy collects all these games he's never even heard of them like there's a lot of games yeah. to know <laughs> i've said i've said many times like i'm not i'm not a video game expert right i think like, you I said know, it on the I, next video I, think. I don't know everything about video games you know but like i have the next 40 years of my life to play these games that i've collected right? mm-hmm. so yeah. i don't i don't pretend to know everything about video games <laughs> All right. Our next question is from Chris Nintendo Hodge, uh, the guy who runs the Barry Game yep. Exchange uh, at Nintendo Hodge. He says, uh, when going to garage sales, on average, how many houses do you hit and what size of an area? Do you know how many houses you hit? I know oh, you, yeah. you've I thrown know. out like 80 you just said today, I think. Yeah. So you said 300 before on good days, I think. 300? I, think, I swear I heard you. No, not that many. Maybe it was 100. Yeah, I think basically maybe 80. 120 was probably the most. Okay. How yeah, long do you start early? I know that. So these are, that's cases where it's like the community sales, community sales and multiple community sales. Yep. So I've, the first week of May, there's up to three community sales at one time. And that's, that was probably pre Matt and pre my kids, <laughs> kids yeah. which really slow me down. Right. <clears throat> yep. but that was just me flying. Um, so I think though, on average, on average, um, Aside from like those really crazy first couple weekends where there's a lot of community sales, probably six, 60 to 80. And then those community sales, probably, yeah, probably 120. And then that's UUKW area. I don't know how to describe really how big the area Kitchener. is. I mean, I guess the best way to describe it is by population. And you don't go to Cambridge either. No. The best way to describe it is by population. That's so what I was going to say. What's the population, population of, of Kitchener? 250, 260? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, population of, oh my God, this is not going to be fun. My keyboard is just too far away. Uh, and 204. So 200,000. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, with Waterloo, it's another 100, but I don't really get to Waterloo. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Kitchener's good. Like, there's a lot of areas that are really good for garage sales that I would hit every time. Like Activa. I don't always find good sales there, but there's always sales there. Yeah. And I found, a, I got a GoPro Hero Black 4 
four black, I should say, at a garage sale in that area one time for $116 because that's what was in my pocket. Hmm. And he's like, sure, I wanted to work a work thing anyway. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I got the exact same thing you're talking about at a garage sale for 20 bucks. <laughs> 100% even had the little case. And, <laughs> but but um, to answer the question, for me, um, it's not really about how many I hit. It's I take a, let's say I take 200 bucks. And I'll shop until the money's gone. Or if I feel very satisfied, like if it, it to me, it's not as about many houses it's about how much time, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'll start at six and I'm getting out there. You know, that's when I usually leave the house about six, maybe five thirty. I'll get to the area. I'll scout out an area and then I'll just start hitting those. And I don't really keep track of how many yard sales. It's just about areas. And Fresno is about a half a million people. So you know, there's a lot of yard sales going on. Um, I don't really care about how many. It's not about a quota. It's just about how much stuff I get. And and I'll shop until the money's gone. You know, but sometimes I mean, I've I've gone and I've spent all the money in 20 minutes and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm satisfied. I got what I needed and I'm going to make my profit and I got to get home and got to get start listing and or get the trades out or whatever. And I start networking that way because, you know. I don't really care if I get it all done in 20 minutes. That's great. Then it's less driving, less walking. You know what I mean? Or if it takes me all day, like I've, I went out and hit it hard. That big sale that I got all that stuff at, I was so amped up. I put everything away and I decided to go to the swap meet and I found a halo edition Xbox console for 10 bucks at one 30 in the afternoon. So, you know, like it just really just depends, but um, See, I can imagine blowing through my money in the first hour and then quitting. I couldn't. No, I couldn't. I would get more money. Yeah. That's what I would do. So yeah. I, I don't have a budget when it comes to garage sales or anything like that. Even if my video game budget ran out, I'd, I'd go in a deficit because I know I'm going to make the money back. That being said, I can't. I rarely go past like 200 bucks, but yeah. I would just get more money, right? Like I, I, I think of it like work. I really do. Like I joke, like oh, I got to work on Saturday. <laughs> I mean, I love doing it, but yeah. I put in, I don't know, what six hours. Yeah, see, when I before I had kids, I would go out. I, I still didn't start as early as you did. I had to kick my own ass to get out of bed for like to leave the house by eight, right? Really? See, I'm yeah. I'm I'm ready, man. Like I sometimes I've I, never been a morning person. I sometimes so okay, help. yeah, I kind of am. I sometimes dream about like garage sale finds and like no, I would too. I'll be and, like and, hard to sleep. Like I get that excited. No, I would do that too. Yeah, I get hard to sleep as well when yeah. I think there's gonna be a good weekend, like one of the big uh, multiple community sales. Yeah. And that was before kids. Now with kids, me, my wife and my kids want to come garage selling too. Mm -hmm. My kids love garage selling. I know yours do. Yeah. My wife loves garage selling. If it wasn't for her, I don't think I actually would have got into doing garage sales. Like I started watching your videos. I forget how many years ago. Mm -hmm. And then I'd mentioned to my wife, video games and garage sales. She's like, I'd love to go to garage sales. My mom and I garage sale all, all the time. I'm like, let's yeah. go. <laughs> Right now, but you guys are in an area where your garage sale season's a little more limited, correct? Oh yeah, you and know, I, yeah, my, I'd rather I'd I would rather what we have than Southern California or Florida, right? All our garage sales are concentrated into okay. a couple months, right? So instead of uh, spreading out through the year, instead of twenty garage sales in a given area, there's two hundred. Right, because it's all condensed into those months. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I can maximize my time. Yeah, that know. makes sense I, in a way. I, I yeah, yeah but I, I wish I had the opportunity to go it throughout the year, though. But yeah, how but many sales but are available. Of... In, how many sales do you think are available in your area on any given weekend? A hundred at minimum. Yeah. 
That's so, just that's just Fresno. That I mean, on a minimum, that's, that's just half, Fresno. Half a but million people, half a million, but at least a hundred. Right, and on Kijiji, typically hundred and fifty listed, listed sales. sales. That's yeah. just listed. Right, sales. but then we're so also talking quantity over quality. I mean, you can have five thousand fucking sales, but if there's not the stuff there, you're just spinning your wheels. But you, you can't know? determine what. You, that's my point. There's no way of determining which ones are quality. It's really just... Or even me, whether a, he has better quality sales than we do. It's hard right. to quantify You really that. can't, right? Well, no, so I mean, like, I'm not comparing it to... Like, I'm sure you're very happy with the stuff you pick up. But, like, when you're saying you're you're going to keep going to your money's out, I mean, that's, that's great. But there's next Saturday for me. And after a certain point of the day, I mean, I, at least I know my area. At a certain point of the day... Those fines are going to get slimmer, yeah. and you're just chasing it. There's a lot of competition here. I mean, with a half a million people, I'm not going against three guys. I'm going yeah. against 300. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'll go, and I'll I'll track down, and I'll do all the questions. But, man, once the car is full, I'm happy. I got to list all this crap. You can bring home too much stuff sometimes. And I'm not just buying just video games. Because yeah. for me, if that's all you're going out for, you're going to come home empty-handed more than not. I'll come home with the stuff that's going to buy me video games or pay my power bill. So, you know what I mean? So when, yeah. I'm, when I'm doing garage sales, I, re I, I rarely pull home uh, video games anymore at all. Like out of, let's say, five weekends in a row, I'll get games twice maybe and not even anything good. Mm -hmm. Like just a game that I want to play or my kid wants to play. Mm -hmm. But garage sales for me lately has been getting things I would buy in a store anyway, but way cheaper. Yeah. Like, like we were talking about the floating shelves. Yeah. These floating shelves, like all garage sales, maybe one or two are Kijiji. And they're, they, rather than spending however much on that shelf from, from Ikea, I got two of them for five bucks. Yeah, me too. I do, I do a lot of that too. And I guess a, a lot of what I'm, my experience, I'm speaking about like pre-mat and pre-kids. Yeah. Now, like I'd much rather go out with them than be by myself and hit more sales. Like it's more fun for me to have the kids there and have yeah. Matt there <clears throat> than to hit, you know, an extra 20, 30 sales. But there are some times where I wish I could just go and hit a whole bunch of sometimes, sales myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> really I'm always uh, sales happening. Yeah. You just want to plow through it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm always bummed when you drop Matt off. <laughs> yeah, no, Matt makes my video. I'm always bummed. I'm just like, dude, all right, end of video. Come on. Let's like, get to the end. Let me see what you got. Matt's yeah. got to go to work. Video's over. Yeah, no, uh, I trust me. I know it, my videos are much more interesting with Matt for sure. I like Matt. Matt's cool. Man. But even just having anybody else as a second person, Absolutely. it helps to riff off each oh, other yeah. or for sure. It's much more conversation because talking to a camera is just difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the reason this guy's here. <laughs> yeah you can't imagine a solo podcast uh, yeah let alone his experience but all right next question because we're like diving into every question so deep from miles at flock of nerds uh do you ever look at your collection and get the impulse to just purge it all what would be the first thing to go and what would be the last i'll just answer that yeah no no Oh. Let's say you had to financial reasons. If I did, I would. If I had to, I would. I would sell the like Sega shit. I don't you really care about Genesis. Duck hunts. <laughs> I mean, I could, but that's going to be a longer grind. Yeah. Like if unless I, you, if unless you don't store, not, take them all. If I went to a store who just happens to be like pumping out systems yeah. and they needed these, that might be a target for that. But 
I could see starting with the systems because I got, you know, like, I mean, at least 35 NES consoles. You know, I could sell those pretty quickly if I had to. And I know I can get them back if I wanted them. Yeah, the thing about it, they're all free. Like, they don't. And I like the way they look on that bottom shelf over there. And the last time you had a bunch of them, you traded them for a Cheetah Man 2, right? That was Yes, I traded, yeah. And 2 is a license. Yeah, it's one of the rarest games to get, you know, besides, like, games that, you know actual sold games it's they're very hard it's you're not going to come across it very often all right so but so no or so and if i did i would just sell stuff that doesn't really interest me would be the last thing to go what's the most precious the last thing would be my nes collection anything from it i don't even the most common of common games out of that i wouldn't sell so yeah i think nes and dreamcast would be the last things i would sell uh, the first thing to go would be the Sega Pico, which I've mentioned a few times. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. It's not sun-dated. <laughs> it's not, yeah. Um, I don't know how. Um, and then, like, in television, ColecoVision, I, I have more of a connection to the 2600 than I do those systems. Um, no, I never look at it ever and be like, I want to sell this. But if somebody came at me with a number, <laughs> I would probably I'd do it in a heartbeat if the number's high enough. <laughs> Because for me, I'd get to start over again. I know. That's there's what something I was cool say about that, right? Now, when I find a box of games, I need them all, right? Like, I miss that. Yeah. I miss needing every single game that I find at uh, Garage. That, sale, that's, so. that's part of the why I like helping other people find games. Yeah. Because it's fun to shop with someone else's money. Right. And it's also fun to have a new goal. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's why I've got, like, that one friend, Jesus Kane, that... Does a, is going for a full Xbox collection, and I just want him to send me the list of what he needs, yeah, so that I can keep an eye out for it. Yeah, I forgot to mention. I I don't know how many NES manuals you need, but I've got like a ridiculous box of um, NES manuals that whenever I get them, I just stick them in there, <laughs> and it's been five years. So yeah, I have well, to go talk. through which and find which ones I need. Yeah, yeah, and and put them in like some sort of. I want to find like some sort of like bin that I can put them in, so I can just flip through them when I want. Okay, but do you I'm, know what I think would almost probably need. got tons of doubles. I was gonna say, hey, Derek, quite yeah. Um, I'll uh, I'll message you, man. Okay, Let's... I was gonna say floppy disk holders. <laughs> right, that'd be but good. It's not tall enough, is it? Well, I'd like to find one for like NES, one for Super yeah. sixty four. But you see those at thrift stores all the time, and they're not worth anything at all. Those little holders for floppy disks. Yeah, I need to find some sort of solution there. You keep the dust off them. I've if got they're all not kinds of doubles. Yeah, I don't even know what's in there. It's it's heavy as. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't answer the question myself, but uh, how many garage sales do I go to in a garage in a weekend? That was, I I'd say like 25, 30 is all I get to with wife and kids. My yeah. daughter is getting older, which is making it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Like now she's she's two years old, so she can actually get out of the car easier <laughs> you should hear me like i should record it like i'm just forever like come on let's go guys come on get it. and it's always matt i'm like come on matt come on pick it up. i was picturing the kids <laughs> yeah the kids like uh, i don't know it's matt. i want, I want to on, see man. more andrew cam oh yeah i know i need to get back to that i've i've yeah i've got uh i just picked up the dji i saw that yeah. pocket so I, i'm hoping that's going to solve a lot of camera issues this year um but then i'm going to put the gopro but your on. mobius was so like easy to yeah now the osmo pocket's quite small so i can still hold it under i haven't seen it it's still small enough that it would hide under here oh so i think i can get away with doing that still but if someone sees it they're gonna know it's it's not a key fob it's yeah that's the problem is your key your your mobius was a key fob so no one asked anything i mean i could put it in like a. I don't know i don't know it's better quality too than the obvious but yeah and the Andrew Cam, which yeah. is people don't care. They'll be like, oh, what's the camera for? I'm like, oh, he's a YouTube kid. Channel. 
That's good. I like it. And they just giggle it off. <clears throat> I want to do a Sean cam now for my son. Well, it's funny because you ca- I captured the interaction between Andrew and Teddy. Yeah, I know. It's great. Andrew's I love like, that. Teddy, come see Look this. at this. Yeah, the sword. Yeah. I remember that one video, like the first Andrew cam video. Right. So it's just kind of partially me being lazy and partially <laughs> Andrew remembering that he has to, I think, what is it, double tap to start it. I have two GoPro sessions. I should put one on each kid. That's what I use a session. Yeah. 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 I have the four and the five. Um, okay. Uh, I don't ever feel like purging at all. Um, I would never, or wouldn't want to sell my SNES because most of them are my original as a kid. Yeah. Don't ever do that. I wish First I thing had... to sell would be PS2. I wish I had stuff from when I was a kid. Yeah, there was one game, uh, Turtles in Time, I didn't have my original because my cousin had borrowed the system, returned the system with all the games except for Turtles in Time. So I had an adventure getting that back, but it wasn't the original. (laughs) Yeah, well, he's a deadbeat now. (laughs) Okay, so question from James at uh, RetroPixel. Uh, Any advice to maximize profits when downsizing your collection or selling off duplicates and extras? Well, that's for you guys, I'm... All right, well, max, maximize your profit on your games. Um, obviously, I think it's obvious. Weed out the more expensive titles. Don't bundle that. Expensive yeah. titles, you're going to sell those separately. Uh, if you're going to bundle... if you're, What's that? Well, I would do it on eBay, but I'm not sure his options. For me, it would be eBay. Um, you know, like if you got a good following, like, you know, CJR or me or whatever on Instagram, you can go that route and you're, you know, you can minimize some of the fees. Um, now the, when you get bigger, like the bigger bulk lots, like you're going to have a bunch of commons. Um, you could do lots on eBay and you're going to ship them in flat rate shipping boxes. That'll help. Now, if you're in Canada, I know that's <laughs> not, I, I know that's, see, I'm giving American advice. I'm not quite sure. Uh, yeah, that's okay. When you talk about shipping, is. you just mention it's fine. But, but in, in shipping, I would definitely, if you're in the States, you want to bulk it up in a flat rate shipping box. So make a lot, you know, especially for stuff that, you know. I mean, it's a bunch of commons. So you're just going to find out what the rate is for them individually, bulk it up, get rid of it. I mean, you can go to places like video game stores, but, you know, keep in mind, they're not going to offer you much. To, you know, you might be lucky and get maybe 40 percent, but that's very unlikely. Typically, they're only going to give you that if it's a premium title. You know, you might be able to get them to go higher on a big premium title, but then they're not going to pay nothing on it. They're going to cherry pick. So that story that I just made. This yeah. Didn't and, that's, and that's 50% is actually really good. I think most stores are here are 50%. And they'll go higher on like a higher ticket. Really? Yeah. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. A, a higher, especially if they know they got a buyer or it'll sell. You yeah. might be able to even, you might even be able to get it up to 70% if it's a good item. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but that's also about cultivating a relationship. I'm assuming Josh is maybe trying to blow the stuff out sooner. I don't know. Not quite sure what his angle is, but if you got the long, if you got the time, then take the time and sell it right. You know, list it up on eBay, sell them individually. But some of those cheaper titles, those budget titles, I mean, if they're a four dollar game, selling it online is going to be worthless. <laughs> then you're more likely to be uh, try to sell at a yard sale or a convention. It might be a better yeah. angle or swaps locally. Are huge. Here. I was going to say yeah. swap. You say you sold it swaps, Chris. I have sold at swaps yes. and I've done very well at swaps. Um, and that's a great option. If you could sell at a swap now, what, what's great about that is there's no shipping. So you're able to cut them a better price. They're likely to buy more table, I guess you gotta pay for a table, but well, but, but that, I mean, yeah. if you do it right, 
if you do it right, you can bundle up with somebody else at a table. You don't have to go all in on your own. And yeah. table's 40 bucks yeah, at the yeah. most, right? So, right. I mean, most people, if you've got a decent, like, I think I, we were looking at like two grand profit. I know yeah. Joel. That, that, so, that, yeah. I, that's, that's, I know people that were making close to five, like that had Stores like really or good what? stuff. Oh. Well, and Joel, I know Joel probably bought more gold it's, it's, teeth when he got none. What's that? Sorry, yeah, Chris? Joel was able to. I said Joel was able to buy another grill when he was getting his gold teeth. <laughs> Joel sold some <laughs> some high end stuff. Yeah, you can yeah. do real well at those swaps. Yes, yeah. And here where we live, <clears throat> like we live in the retro gaming center of Canada. Uh, yeah, like, right? Canada. Like it's huge here. Like there's retro gaming swaps almost every month. At least there was for a while. Yeah, like, they were everywhere. Yeah, Waterloo's closed down, but now there's more opening up around, like the Guelph right. and London. Within an hour now, drive, London. there's literally one every month. You didn't go Within to London, right? No. Oh. And there's Hamilton and, yeah. Uh, <coughs> new one coming Shit. up in St. Catharines. I did see that. Niagara, they called it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Shit, I was going to say something So within an hour, place. literally, there's one every month here. Yeah. James has sold at uh, sales or uh, swaps before, too. Um, but oh, that's what it was. Among the people that I knew selling at the the Berry Game Exchange like two ago, I had made over nine hundred dollars, and everybody thought that was a lot because they made like four hundred or less or five hundred or less. Really? Yeah. Now that might have been. A but case. they had no heavy hitters, probably. I think those one guy had one heavy hitter and never sold it. So see, if I made less than five hundred dollars, I'd be I'd be pissed off because because yeah. I don't even like doing it. So I don't I, even like being at the swaps and selling. I don't like necessarily yeah. being on that end of the table. I had fun selling the two times that I did, but I wished I was out there looking. Right. I, I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I also don't love the negotiation part either. I don't mind that because I'll like I'm pretty. I'll take five bucks off everything. And... My problem is, I feel like in that pressure situation, I'm terrible at math. Okay. Yeah. Someone's like, "This is a seven dollar game. This is a ten dollar game. This is an eight dollar game. This is a five dollar game." What's the best deal you can do? Right. <laughs> I, I need have, a calculator. I, I need have, it. The issue I have is I don't know prices. So I just like frantically two nights before price everything. Same, yeah, I price I'm everything sure before. Price, I price something's too high. And then I'm sure people are like, oh, this guy's trying to get too much money. <laughs> I had one guy call me out on YouTube. It was the worst. The guy bought a game from me. Okay. Uh, I think I had it priced at 20. It was um, Knights, of the Old, Knights of the Older. Republic 2. Okay. I think I had it at 20 and he said, would you take 15? I said, sure. And then he brought it back an hour later and tried to return it because he found it cheaper somewhere no, else. No, you don't do that. And I did it because I was shocked. I was like, is this happening right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. And I Fine. returned it. And then he called me out on YouTube for charging 20. And I guess, I don't know, maybe it went for 18 or something. I was oh like, my god. Know? And I called him out. I'm like, oh yeah, you're the guy that, because I remembered him. Because you returned like, it, yeah. You're the guy that returned the game at a swap. swap. Shit. Yeah, no, that's his own fault for not researching the area first. He could also came to you and said, that guy over there has it for 10 bucks. Will you do 10 bucks? Yeah, yeah. I, no, I would have told him to fuck off, but um, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, he was you like a shocked. teenager. He was a teenager and I was just like, <laughs> I mean, I was doing fine. So I was like, ah, uh, okay. And you got the game back so you can just still sell it. Right. Yeah, yeah. it was awkward. That's, that's a dick move. But then he called me out. And I was like, what? Well, that's because he's a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question uh, from... Josh at Preplete. When no, are we you heard game that. What's that? Didn't we just do. Oh, never mind. Go no, ahead. Retro Pixel. You just read that wrong. Right. 
You're right, I did. Yeah, at Creepleet, uh, when are we having a game party at CJR's house? Ha ha. That's like the big thing going around work right now, too, is because everybody (laughs) found out about my YouTube channel. And I'm like, oh, when's the game? I've been saying for like five years that I'm going to have one of those I remember you telling me once. And I just never get around to it. And yeah, it's... I'm not like the entertaining type. Like we don't really have people over. It's like too much. You don't want people touching your things. I would. It's not even that. I'm just not always the most. <laughs> nah, not always the most I... guy to begin with. Okay. Right? Like so for me, it's like it's not fun to have people over and like have to like entertain. So I'm not I... the entertainer. My wife is. Yeah. My I'm wife more of too. a planner. Like I'll help plan stuff. Yeah. But when it comes to the day of, I just want to have fun. Yeah, it's yeah, and I can't. Like I had to force myself to get, remember to get you a glass of water right to, to, before you got here. Like, and it wouldn't be fun for me. Okay, because, you know what I mean. Like I wouldn't be able to relax, and it's not. I'm not worried about like people messing with the game. No, because it's who you invite, right? It's just me, and I just like get too caught up in. Hey, did you? Let me get your code. I gotta find somewhere to put the codes. Hey, do where's the food? I, it's frantic, <laughs> right? Like I can't, I can't relax. So that's partially why. Yeah. Josh told me he keeps bugging you about it. So well, he said for years he's been I bugging you. I haven't heard from Josh for yeah for. A well, he while. said he changed he changed his YouTube channel. I don't know. He was he was Game Hunters R Us before. Yeah, it's creepily. And now it's creepily. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, that was funny. Josh. He's not on. He's not on Twitter very much, but he's getting on more and more. And so, he also moved. He uh, lives like by get by Good Time Games now. Okay, because he used to live down the street from me. Yeah, so I now he's way closer stream, to me. I was doing a stream one time, and uh, I forget I gave away. Or no, my buddy came on who works for EA, and he had a bunch of copies of like whatever big game it was at the time. Okay, and he hooked me up with some. We just randomly drew someone. Of course, Josh was <laughs> down, the, the, down one. the street. Or... Down the street, I'm like, oh, this looks real good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, and then from uh, start to continue, Bill uh, at STC Pod, uh, are your YouTube earnings surpassing your buying and selling earnings? That's what he said. That sounds like no, based on what you said, your buying and selling was before. What do you like YouTube ad revenue? Is it more than you're buying and selling games? No. Oh God, no. No. I thought yeah. you meant like That's am I, I making enough to cover what I'm buying? Which yes, but no, God, no, not even yeah. close. My YouTube revenue has never been crazy high, and it's like plummeted. It's a couple hundred dollars a month. Oh, it's now. even worse now. Oh yeah, I. I mean, I. I haven't been posting regularly. Sure. I kind of yeah. killed my channel. I had some nice growth, and then I just stopped posting, and it plateaued and it's hard to get back to where it was yeah but i've just like i got a little bit too caught up in the numbers there for a while of not even money and like money's not even really yeah just views and subscribers and subscribers yeah yeah not even views for me it was subs okay i don't know why but subs is is what you get paid yeah Yeah. but so i don't care i never i never started a youtube channel to make money so it was almost just like a bonus yeah. Uh, but subs. Subs I, is a simple number that everybody can compare easily. And or, I kind of gauge that for how well I'm doing, but really it should be views. I don't know. So yeah. I, I got I got fixated on subs a little bit too much, and I just had to get back to making videos because I enjoyed making videos instead yeah. of worrying about numbers. But like I never made content for views, or else I would make different content. Right? Yeah, like, for sure, like clickbait stuff, right? right? Like, <laughs> garage sale videos. Just video start video uh, is not the way to get big on YouTube, right? So yeah, just start doing. Yeah, you got to do switch videos, dude. You'd be like wood. Oh. Get your five hundred thousand. Get some girls with their shirts real low and stuff. Did no, you, say, you, know, you say wood. Yeah, beat okay, him up. Yeah, I, I've called him out before too, but whatever, man. Yeah. Wood. I mean, he makes great videos. He's, oh no, he's, well, I don't okay. know if they're great, but he makes videos. I mean, nothing against the guy. He makes videos. I mean, it's, I wouldn't call him great. I'm not, 
he makes better videos than me because I make none. Yeah. But they are what they are. It's it's ten I minutes of filler and about thirty seconds of content. But um fair enough. <laughs> I, I missed the old beat em ups videos when he was in Australia <laughs> with his buddy. I enjoyed I those. I haven't watched yeah. of his I, I wonder what happened to that guy because you know, somehow I just feel like it's probably a very sad ending for poor Chris in Australia. I also wonder how Wood is even in America a lot of times, or Canada. He talked about that for a while, but I never heard of well, he's married, he's married now, so he's legal. There you oh, go. Okay. There you go. He's he married, none, uh, of the, none of that really matters to us in video game selling tips. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Uh, so uh, these are questions that were suggested to me by Bill when I was talking about having you on. He was kind of uh, trying to give me ideas of things to ask you. So when did you start collecting or playing games as a did you start collecting as a kid or did you grow out of it or did you catch the bug later like when did you actually start your collection i started collecting i think it was 2008 or 2009 was it because of garage sales or no i i pulled out an nes out of my attic that wasn't mine from when i was a kid but i had purchased i think in high school okay. um and i was playing it out in my dad's cabana by the pool and <laughs> I was like, I kind of want more games. And I started buying, starting with the games that I had as a kid. So mm -hmm. I, I guess I was looking at, um, I think I started on Kijiji. And then I started looking at YouTube for, hey, I'm enjoying retro gaming. I started looking, oh, actually, I somehow came across this blog that I've mentioned. And it's worth going back and looking at for anybody listening to this. Uh, Dom and Liz's Yard okay. Sale Adventures. Yeah, they were the ones with the mapping tool. That yes, that I used for years yeah. and no longer works. That you put your address on the internet with. Uh, if people can find me. It's not, it's not hard. I, I'm not... <laughs> If they really want to find I sent you me, a message saying, just so you know, you did this. Yeah, I don't no. know. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We also live in Canada. I feel pretty safe here, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Um, and security system and such. Right. And a massive dog. And yeah. <laughs> yeah so what was I saying? <laughs> Before I derailed you. Oh, yeah. Dom and Liz's Yard Cell Adventure. Go back and, and look at that because as far as I know, it's still up there. But they used to blog basically like pre-YouTube of their garage cell finds. And their finds were ridiculous like a lot a box of they were just like they had no shame like it was like box of rare nes stuff here we'll give you two dollars for it like it's crazy but that was when nobody wanted the stuff too right 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 yeah so that's how i i, I somehow stumbled upon that i think i just must have googled yeah. retro games yard sales or like found, youtube i mean uh, yahoo searched right and then i found a couple people on youtube who were collecting retro games uh the first two people were a guy named easy b man um, and then Tom TB four six 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 seven, who uh, he's makes videos here and there now. But those are the two people I started following first. Um, and then live garage sale stuff. The first person I saw doing that was um, SoCal Mike. Okay, I don't know. who was on this old podcast I used to listen to. I forget the name of it now. But SoCal Mike was the guy that did the Coleco Chameleon, was the head guy of that. Oh, okay. Later on down the road. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where I got the idea to uh, record at Garage. He's Fest. not the Retro Gamer Magazine guy too, right? Yes. That's... Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. so what uh, Yeah. What were the other questions? Collecting? Catch the bug to collect. Yeah, like so I... when you started seeing the garage sale videos, you're like, I can do that, that kind of thing? You, wow. Or no, the... I was terrified to be on camera and 
I, I started by not showing my face and like it was really bad. Not that it's great now. But Are your videos still up or did you delete all the old I deleted ones? the first two and I wish I didn't. You could have was, at least unlisted them. I but... did this awkward like intro video of who I am and like, oh, I just started collecting. That'd be a good throwback, wouldn't it? Oh, it would have been awesome to still have that, but it's gone. <laughs> I did that in front of the camera. I think I deleted it right away and I went to just like my hands and be like, oh, I found this. I yeah, found which this. a lot of people do that kind yeah. of thing to start out. Uh, did your collecting ever seem out of control? affect your job or your home life i once brought yeah it did well job life so i worked at the hospital and i would sneak out to pick up lots and i <laughs> i once got busted in the break room cleaning nes games <laughs> with q-tips and uh the alcohol like isopropyl yeah, from, yeah. from the i don't know from our stores area at the hospital and somebody <laughs> came in they were i had no idea like it was late at night and this girl came in <laughs> I had like a bag full of NES stuff I was cleaning in the break room. Did yeah. she call you, like get you in trouble, like She's report like, you or what? what the heck? I was no, she, okay. I, I was cool with her. So, <laughs> but other than that, no, nothing, no, no other issues. Uh, do you have an overall mission for your collection? Get everything basically. Collect everything ever made. Yeah, I, guess, <laughs> I guess so. Uh, pass it along to kids. You said that before. Yeah, that's one of the things you really want to do. They just don't sell it on eBay. <clears throat> and... I I don't think they would. I would think that. If worst case, they would think, okay, Dad really liked this, like Dreamcast NES kind of thing. Right, and worst I don't know case, if I expect them space. to haul around my entire collection to whatever house. Like, I don't think that's yeah realistic. So I don't know. But when point. they have their own kids, then if that's I'm, when they would want if to. If I'm dead, then I, I don't know anyway. I don't case, care so. anyway. Worst case, you gave them a good college fund. As long <laughs> as they just pretend that they are into it until I'm gone, then whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you uh, enjoy learning to mod Game Boys and selling them? Was that fun? You liked it? It was worth it? Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I had never soldered before, so yeah. I, I used YouTube to learn how to do that. And kind of a, not the easiest thing to... It's pretty intricate and pretty pretty tiny. I so. soldered irons right over there. Yeah, so I did enjoy doing them. Um, you know, like I said, I hate saying I don't have time. It's just... <laughs> uh, yeah, I've gotten less out of it. I also had a few that... I couldn't get to work and had horizontal lines. Mm -hmm. um, I had some issues with, yeah. So it just got annoying for me. I mean, I just have to, my brain is, is kind of messed up in that I can't, I don't see it as this $2 game boy I got doesn't work. I see it as I just lost $80 because this doesn't work. Cause you can't get the profit out of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> it's annoying when stuff doesn't I see, work. I see that same thing with when I'm looking at my controllers here, like I've, Bought these two Wii, these remotes because I can see them. Wii remotes. Yeah. Put the battery in, turn it on, nothing happens. The light doesn't even come on. And to me, that's lost profit that I can't get back. Now they're good for parts. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. But yeah. parts for me is like <clears throat> bins of stuff that sits under the stairs and I never touch. Yeah, that's what I've got. Part that those have all been piling up for the last two years. For me, it's like I have to let go of that stuff and realize well, that I'm never going <clears> to <throat> fix stuff like that and just get rid of it. Some of it I will. I, I enjoy fixing controllers when I can. Mm -hmm. Like original Xbox controllers, I, re I like replacing the sticks. Xbox 360 controllers, I like cleaning them up, fixing them, replacing buttons. You can buy that stuff, no problem. But how much profit are you getting? Oh, none. I'm keeping all the Xbox 360 ones because I use them for Xbox 360, 360 yeah, and PC. Yeah. Uh, original Xbox ones, I've so far just been building up collection of them. And then I've been modding Xboxes and selling them off with the modded Xbox. Right. So that's the only real benefit to that. Yeah. I have so many now, I don't really need to fix any. Mm -hmm. But eventually, I, I like to think that I'll fix them. 
Uh, and do you know how many modded Game Boys you sold? I'm just curious for myself. Not really. many. Okay. Five. Okay. Six. And you only sold through Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I tried again. I tried to price it like one for the amount of time it took me. At first, it took me quite a long time. Yeah. Um, and then whatever, I, less than what I saw them going for. Gotcha. I think people like that it was maybe from me people who are following because i'm sure they could have yeah i can see that somewhere else like literally if you would put your, your name in a sticker or something like that might have even been pushing that more too maybe like a cjr i mean uh, cross it uh, <laughs> maybe not that much <laughs> okay uh and then on your guelph game swap video you said you might start tracking some sales building up towards an expensive game have you started that you already mentioned that no uh, I, I haven't started that because i haven't picked up anything <clears throat> so sense. but when garage sale season starts i think that'd be an interesting twist to add to the videos even if it's just a running total that i can put um maybe at the end of the video okay instead of i don't know if i'll break down i i don't know if i'll break down every single this is how much i sold this for mm -hmm. but I, I can say you know last week's stuff got us this much cash so far or whatever. well yeah the craigslist what was it craigslist finds was that their names the two guys in the in the arizona yeah yeah they had that same kind of thing where they did a yearly total and the end of the year they sold off the collection too mm -hmm. yeah but something like that basically where you do the running total of what you bought and or Bought and sold yeah, and them up people, this much. I or think that'd be interesting. I think it might sure. be because it's also like, a good way to do something like this where you're teaching people skills they don't already have. Yeah, that's one thing I really need to do is like a series of tips videos, like the ultimate garage sale guide. Or <laughs> I've been saying I'll do that for years. I think I actually made one episode one time and just never did it again. I think I remember watching. That. Yeah. I think so. Uh, then, uh, do you know what game you'd go for and how long it would take? You think? Oh, I'd love to go for um, not stadium events. Uh, Little Samson. Yeah. And that's what do you think? A, is that twelve hundred dollars? I don't even know. Like twelve hundred bucks. I think it's yeah. I think fifteen. I think it, someone was saying there was one at, a, at the Berry Swap last year where they were asking twenty two. But I don't think it sold for twenty two. Everyone was criticizing. I, I, I was hoping twelve. <laughs> but yeah, I'd love to start somewhere. Start I, I think seventeen there. was what I remember hearing. Yeah. I think uh, Hodge knows. It would take me. A month to get there yeah i think you could get one american about a thousand if you uh people yeah. are still trying to get 1200 or 1300 american but if you uh but now i'm not sure in the trans was that like two grand america uh, canadian or what i don't they know hit thousand? no that's like 1250. <laughs> nah, I, know, I'm I was thinking it was higher than that maybe 13. yeah i don't remember we can find out but i'll just keep 13. <laughs> we don't need to convert. i mean i i i it might help, like if I put it out there, be like, "Hey, I'm looking for this game." <clears throat> That's true, yeah. And somebody might be like, I "And then you turn it into Nintendo Quest, where you get criticized for getting hookups." Yeah. <laughs> I, the hookup thing, like I've hooked up people before, and for me, it comes down to if I know that game's gonna stay in that person's collection, I have no problem yeah. sending them stuff or hooking them up. So, gotcha. yeah, I, yeah, yeah, it is weird. I guess I don't want to be like, "Hey, send me stuff." The biggest but... reason why I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it if I was you doing that is because you want to do that goal where you reached the certain amount, right? And if you do right. get a good game for a cheap price, people right. think, oh, I can't do that because I'm not him. Right, good point. Yeah, I don't want, you know, <clears throat> um, if Samson goes for 15 Canadian and someone gives it to me for 13, that's amazing. I don't want somebody giving it to me for Because you'll bucks. just be criticized as you right. only got the hookup because you're you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. 
right. <clears throat> uh, our next section is the, like basically the last section. Uh, suggested content. Uh, anything you want to suggest people check out, podcast, movie, TV show, YouTube channel, or uh, videos at all. Anything like that, and you're up first, Charlie. That's where I just promote everything. I well, if you I no, you don't have to do that at the end, but <clears throat> um, anything not yours that you want to promote, basically. You don't really listen to podcasts, I think you've said before. Right? I listen to podcasts, but it's changed. I used to listen to a lot of gaming podcasts, um, but it's changed to a lot of sports. And I've been trying to listen to more business podcasts, more podcasts that's related to what I'm doing for work, mm-hmm. just as like trying to learn more about marketing and stuff like that because i don't have a marketing background (laughs) i'm in a marketing job right now so um yeah i mean i listen to joe rogan podcast um i love anything that's gonna kind of teach me stuff and you know i can learn about video games too um Mm -hmm. but no i don't know if i really have a podcast to uh recommend other than that's fine or a youtube channel either are you just gonna say bithead though <laughs> yeah, I, to be honest, my YouTube viewing has gone way down. Uh, Bithead and um, The Last Gamer—that's that's who I watch the most of. The last, the last. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the Last Gamer, but I should. know I did just see Joel, him pop up. Joel Hop, Hopkins, Joel Hopkins, world's biggest video game collector. Okay, that's what I thought. I had heard that from somewhere. I couldn't remember if it was you or Chris that had said something about him. Yeah, what else am I watching on YouTube? I watch a lot of fail videos with my boys every night. They always want to watch a fail video. <laughs> I haven't showed my son one of those yet because I'm worried, you know? They love them. Um, man, what, there's got to be something That's else. fine. You can just... I watch, like, hot video. ones on YouTube. That's pretty good. I like that. Um, I'm, I'm, oh, probably something probably pop in my head here when... Of course, I opened the wrong document now. All right. And then uh, next is me. Uh, I'm going to say virtual reality podcast I've been listening to. F Reality podcast check it out on podbean they're everywhere not just podbean but i've been like you mean you were talking before i got the vibe i got the psvr i've got the daydream view for the google pixel Mm -hmm. Uh, just enjoying the vr stuff lately i rely on jeff canada on dlc do you listen to dlc no but i know jeff canada because it used to be a totally rad show right so I followed him to all his podcasts. Okay. I started to, but I branched out to all of them. I mean, yeah. Daniel Trachtenberg is a director now. Right. And then Alex does a podcast. I think yeah. I checked out Alex's first. Right. But I've just followed Jeff predominantly. He went to Weekend Confirm, which was a very big podcast. And then eventually to DLC. Anyways, he's a big VR and board oh, game okay. freak. So I get, that's where uh, I get a lot of my board game recommendations. <clears throat> I remember you were picking up board games last year at Garage Sales. Yeah, I still love uh We've got this section here called... It turned into puzzles for the kids. <laughs> right. Yeah, I definitely have that section too. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Chris, any recommendations? Don't say NFL. Don't say NFL. Well, oh. it's not the NFL season, Dork. Um, uh, I watched uh, the Leaving Neverland. Um, it's a Michael Jackson documentary. It's okay. I've been here hours. Yeah, I wonder why that. Uh, it's 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 pretty. It's gut wrenching. I mean. I, I tend to find the people in it credible. I know um, if you're a Michael Jackson supporter, you know, like if you go on to Twitter and type it in, there's a lot of people who are on the flip side of that. But um, typically people don't lie about these kind of things and their body language really kind of tells you what they're saying isn't uh, a lie and their whole families. But 
it's a, it's 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 very interesting. Whether you believe it or not, it's still interesting to watch. And there's even a wrap up show afterwards that Oprah was involved in, which um, wasn't too bad either. So What's, I would check that out. It's called Finding Neverland. There's also a uh, leaving, leaving leaving Neverland. Okay, I like the Finding yeah. Neverland. <laughs> uh, leaving like leaving Neverland. It's on. It's a it's a HBO. Uh, it's a HBO That's documentary. HBO. But, That's what I couldn't find it yeah. on Netflix, but it might be on Crave. Yeah. Which is Bell, yeah, which is fantastic. Craves anything? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Craves great. I mean, Bell owns it as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah, you can get it. I think you huh. get it on Rogers TV now. So, yeah, I gotta check yeah, that so out. I've been hearing a lot about it. Yeah, watch- it's definitely it's definitely not uh, family friendly. So it's yeah. something <laughs> you don't watch that with your kids around. Like, no, we did watch remember that, that uh, DVD that came out before. I think just before he died. This is it. Yeah, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Fantastic, man! That guy. I never did watch it either. I, it's I'm worth checking out. Well, what's interesting is if you can separate, um, like the art from the artist type right. of thing. Like, I mean, I I still like his music. Well, I he just... went through so much as a kid. I'm sure with his dad and touring and yeah, all. Yeah, well, that like, doesn't that I mean, messes that doesn't excuse. Up. It messes someone up, but it doesn't excuse. There's a lot of people who are traumatized who don't go around victimizing children. Yeah. Um. Yep. So. Anyway, people so, do. <laughs> t- you know, w- watch it yourself and make your own make your own determination on yeah, what you think. But um, if if you watch that and uh, don't come away feeling a little jaded about them, I'd be surprised. <laughs> Even if you don't believe the two men in the video, just everything else surrounding it. Even his own words, his own words. I mean, I remember watching an interview with him once before, and uh the interviewer asked him like you know what's the deal with you sleeping with uh having children sleep with you not necessarily sex just sleeping in the bed yeah oh no i think it's totally normal that's fine and i'm like no it's not normal a grown man it's if it's your children that's different mm-hmm. you know what i mean if it's your nephew or something that might be different yeah. but complete strangers it, i mean you just you, they're why I, all right i'm gonna tell you like this give me a billion dollars okay and i'm a bachelor I'm not building an amusement park to draw in children. I'm but building the world. What if you're still a kid in your own brain is what I was thinking about. Right. No. He definitely uh, has some mental issues no. and he missed out on his childhood. There, yeah. But like he said, that doesn't excuse. Yo, the, you know what you do? Then you, then you have your own children and then you create a new childhood with them. You don't, you don't abuse children. You don't have sex with children. I'm, you know, you don't. You don't do that. Anyway, I mean, I think all of that goes without. You can all agree you don't have sex with children. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right. You don't rape children. And it's not even having sex. You don't seduce <laughs> okay. and rape children. Right. Anyway, and then and then it's like, I'm even, this. you know, like how you have those. Uh, he doesn't like to get political at all, as you can tell. <laughs> oh, no, I'll, I'll totally do that. Um, you know, I like, kind of have like those guilty pleasure things. Like, this is something I kind of stumbled into. And I'm, I'm not even children. Has nothing to do with children, okay, but um, yeah, come on, dude. No, um, so I, one of the one of the YouTubers was complaining about uh, this guy who has like a drama channel who kind of just like bashes people or whatever. And I guess he's been bashing the game chasers and been bashing Eight Bit Eric and all that. And so I just kind of just said, "Oh, let me click on it," you know. <laughs> so I've been finding myself binging this guy. Um, it's called Radical Rick. It's terrible, but uh, thankfully you weren't in it, CJR. You're good. <laughs> you're good. Yeah, for he, yeah, you're good. He he has nothing bad to say about you, but uh, Big enough to... he doesn't like the Metal Jesus crew, and he doesn't like the Game Chasers, and 
Anyway, if, if you want, if you want, it's basically like tabloid. If you want to, I'm not writing that one down though. That's not going to be in the show notes. I, I don't care. It's going to be in the. He's like the, the video retro gaming community Keemstar. Basically, it sounds like or wannabe Keemstar. Yeah. Well, there's another guy, a tipster. I don't. I don't really particularly care. I don't really care for any of these guys, to be honest with you. But this one, the guy, I don't know. His his videos are short, and I binge like I don't know. 20 of them over the last week or so but they're like four minutes five minutes um yeah tipster is another garbage one too like they're just garbage man <laughs> anyway oh so, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna right. recommend radical radical rick if you want to if you want to your tabloids I any of you out there <laughs> like, i'm uh, definitely gonna check that out oh, any of you out there you like, guys like like the tabloids uh, you like your tmz okay this is kind of like the lower level youtuber tmz right well i know a yeah, guy he's... That, like that hates metal jesus rocks well then if that's the case there's some really good about metal jesus is um you know how he had his uh his uh, leak recently in his basement Yes. Uh, a lot of people have accused him of e-bagging. That's like a big uh, a big slander, you know, yeah. like cuz you're an e-bagger, you're out there begging, which, you know, whatever. He's he got a lot of criticism because his um his Patreon was at the end of his video, but it's at the end of every one of his videos. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it just is. I mean, he's running a business here. Like I don't find anything wrong with it. But if you your buddy wants to get into some old metal Jesus bashing. Check it out. There's a lot of yeah. metal Jesus bashing. I mean, metal Jesus has done guys stuff down. that, you know, he admits <laughs> like with that whole road trip yes. thing. The road he, trip seems, he seems like a harmless guy. I don't really see how yeah, people... he's, he made a video explaining why he thought it was wrong. He, but... he did. And you know what? And I remember when it came out, I, I remember thinking like, ah, oh, it's a bad look because people are going to take it. The, yeah. you know, they're going to take it the way it looks like, dude, you got, your own money why don't you pay for your own trip yeah and that's a, that's a very fair criticism um and he realized it and he took that video down pretty much immediately and he came out with a video later on admitting yeah. his he you know knew was a bad idea um but you know john hancock's another guy this guy bashes a lot for i've been uh, hearing like stuff about john hancock being an e-beggar and I, well, okay this is what all right. i don't know anything about it I'll tell you right now. I think John Hancock is probably a really nice guy. Yeah. He, he seems like a really nice guy, truthfully. But yeah. I can understand some of the criticism where it's like, hey, I got this big collection. I really need this one game. I really need this. And then all of a sudden, lo and behold, someone sends it to you. Um, I don't know. Some people think that's e-begging. I think it's probably hinting. <laughs> all right yeah. like hey someone out there might be this is yeah. e um because he talks about this museum but it's like uh i mean dude I'm, I'm just gonna say anybody out there who wants to donate to john hancock if you're doing it just assume you're giving it to john hancock yeah. don't think you're donating to some museum just you're giving it to him and if you're fine with that then be fine with that if you right. think you're giving it to a bigger cause he might not come through on that and then what you know mm -hmm. what i mean just assume if you're giving it to him you're just giving it to him and leave it at that yeah if you want to donate to a museum there's actually a museum that's already established like in texas donate yeah. to that museum if you really want to donate to a museum if you want to donate to john hancock then donate to him you know 
Like, I've never met the guy in person. He was on our old podcast, on the NARC podcast. He was really nice. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. If you uh, if you don't like him, then don't donate to him. Don't watch his channel. But if you want to hear somebody bash him, turn into <laughs> tune into Radical right. Rick. Right. We're radical moving on. Rick, not Radical Reggie. That's, uh, <laughs> no, that's what I'm Metal, metal Jesus, Jesus buddy. <laughs> Ironically. Not Radical <laughs> Reggie. I'm like, no, that can't that's be wrong. <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah, he we also got a last minute question from Canadian Retro. He said, uh, "What's what's the strategy uh, when you want to low lowball somebody? Like, what's the strategy to deliver a lowball?" Basically, I don't think I've ever like in my head gone, "I want to lowball this person." Well, but what would be a twenty dollar thing? Yeah, if it's something worth like three hundred, for example. Okay. Again, yeah. Well. If okay, so the what okay, if it's a three hundred dollar game that I need for my collection, yeah, totally different from whether it's a three hundred dollar game that I know I'm gonna sell. Gotcha. Okay, so I want to get it. If I need it for my collection, I want it to be as cheap as possible and have that person be happy with what they got. Like I said, gotcha. Um, if it's something that I know I'm gonna flip right away, then I'm likely to give them more money for it. Okay, that's kind of how I work. By but I never go in thinking like. This is a low buy. I think of the twenty dollars as like this is usually a starter. Right? Gotcha. But I'm trying to think of a situation where there was one game that was. I don't think I've ever. Or even a one. bundle. Like let's say it's a bundle with a with a fan, fantastic N64 and a bunch of really good games. Yeah. See that? I don't know. I'm sure you can go back and see if I've offered someone twenty bucks for that. <laughs> May I probably have, but like off the top of my head, that'd be more like forty. <laughs> which yeah. is still a ridiculous deal. But like I said, the name of the game for me is to get things as cheap as possible. Yeah. And not have that person feel like. So any tips for getting it as cheap as possible when you're actually talking to the person and negotiating on a price? Um, when's the last time you played it? Do you know if it still works? Um, don't let them. I don't go in and say, uh, oh, I'm a big collector. I have this huge collection. But don't go, what's this thing? Is this a yeah. video game? You know, like, <laughs> this is a DVD you don't player. To, you don't have to let on that you know, you don't have to let, tell them, let them know that you know what you know, right? Without, yeah. Without lying, obviously. Um, so, yeah, tips. Mention how old it is. Um, I wouldn't get too heavy into the nostalgia of like, oh, I had one of these when I was a kid. Because <laughs> I don't like to play my cards. Um, you know, I will. I'll have my boys with me. And it's not a lie. And it probably helps. Like, you know, like I like to play. Sometimes I'll play. You know, I like playing these games with my kids and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Right? Because they're there with me. And it's true. Yeah. So that can help out too. But I don't know. Everybody, not everybody has kids. Um, Say you have kids if you don't. <laughs> I don't agree with that. But. I've seen that happen. Uh, uh, I don't know if you've run into the Europe, older European guy at no, the garage sales. I don't think so. But he says it's he's looking for video games for his kids. Mm. But he's looking for video games to sell. Yeah. Um, tips. Yeah, I don't know. Tips for getting stuff. Cash and face technique. I don't want to see that guy that you're talking about because I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Cash and face technique. Um, see black uh, hair? Yeah. Short black hair. Okay. Yeah, I know where he lives. Then he I bought like a Corolla. He lives in Stoke. Oh, Stoke. Stoke. Yeah. yeah, I bought off him, and I, this game, the console I got from, was broken. He had a garage sale. I remember, and yeah. he had a bunch of good stuff, Vectrex stuff, and it's all. Oh, he's, yeah. he told know. me his son collects. He's full of shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, the, the, I got a, a Atari Junior from him, and I paid more than I should. I paid fifty for it plus some games, which uh-huh. included um, a ET before ET became kind of popular. Right. Recently, where they dug them all up, because uh-huh. before that, and uh, the, the system doesn't work. Yeah. It's all garbled on the screen. So right. Whatever. <clears throat> but um, I also got a good deal from him. The next time I went to his garage sale, I got like Deadpool for P- for PS3 when it was like brand new for seven dollars for it and several other games that were worth ten bucks each. So that kind of justified it in my head. But yeah, I see he looks for records too, and he has terrible taste. We've actually we saw him this past year too. Yeah, at a garage sale. Yeah, so he disappeared um, the year before, and then I saw him out this past year. Mm. But the year before that, he was my main co- he was my main competition that year. Okay, he's good. He moves quick. He's good. I did see him move quick. Yeah, he's good. He's not very good at negotiating. He was a bit of a dick. Yeah, and he just seems to know. He seems like there's a lot of times where I'm like, he beats us to places. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, huh. he's just there. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So our last thing is plugs. This is Charlie C- at CJR on night. Uh, uh, Twitter uh, and Instagram is CJR on YouTube is CJR. That's S E E J A Y A R E, spelled out. Yeah. Um, and he's one of the hosts of the Screen Therapy podcast, which I've been listening to since it started. It's good. I want to ask you if you just stole your logo from somewhere, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's from Google Images. <laughs> I think I saw it and thought this looks really generic and copy like search Google. I'm like, yeah, it's just from yeah, somewhere. Just from Google Image. Yeah. We. Uh, it was like a placeholder. And Nick, my co-host, was like, I kind of like it. And it's just been there ever since. So, um, Our podcast is very thrown together right now. It's hard, right? Because podcasts are tough. Like, And it's your second podcast with him, even. Yeah. So that part's been good because we have a good rapport and we, we, we're used to each other. And mm-hmm. But it's the prep time. Like, we, we really need to put more prep time into the podcast. Tell but, me about it. Yeah. Because there's a lot of times where we have topics, but then, like, you know... I never want to get into a space where I'm just talking out of my ass just to, for the sake of talking doing about it. it. Yeah. And sometimes I'll go on and just I'll be like Nick. I don't even know. I'm just talking to talk and like I don't want to do that. So. Yep. Yep. You want to have something to add to the topic, basically. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we try and pick stuff that that uh, I don't know we actually want to talk about and keep it brief. I think I find if you have like in mind like oh you want to talk about this for this long, then it turns into just you stretching out a conversation that's and it's not interested anymore okay but yeah. my point is like it's weird because like you see like your podcast growing and then as you kind of see more people listening it kind of motivates you to put more time into it yeah so. yeah i can see that even though it's not a revenue stream it's just yeah i think of a podcast it. as um practice like just getting comfortable doing them and like it's something that i put on my resume that i that we do a podcast and yeah, it's definitely not going to make any money. <laughs> yeah. That's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and then Chris, my co-host, that's CWR2, CWR and the number two on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and I am Derek of Two Dorks. That's TWO Dorks on YouTube, uh, where you can watch this podcast if you're not listening to it audio. Um, and the Cartridge Club, where me and Chris met, cartridgeclub.org, uh, community of gamers, content creators, and collectors. Cha-ching. All right, guys. Yeah. All right. See you, Chris. See you later, Thanks buddy. for being my guest. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs>